Attention, everyone. This is an emergency broadcast. The unpleasant noise you are about to hear coming from your radio is not a mistake. Please do not turn off your radio, but turn up the volume on your receiver as high as it can go so that you can make the sound we broadcast as loud as possible. The monsters will now start attacking Tokyo. You may wish to deny it, but your eyes tell you it's true. Sound. I'll turn up the sound so you can hear the monsters dueling to the death. Welcome to the Kaiju Cast Emergency Broadcast. Wow. <laughs> First technical problem of the episode. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> Welcome to our big annual fifth annual broadcast where we uh, essentially have a live broadcast that goes out into the internets and then we also uh, give away awesome stuff on the show. We have live guests who are going to be joining us tonight and uh, some Earth this afternoon. And some awesome music to play, and some awesome stuff to give away, like I already said. I think what we're going to go ahead and do right now... Oh, God, it's episode 165. I didn't say that. <laughs> the stream is up and running. Let's see how many people we have in the chat room. 31. 31 people in the chat room. And how many people... Oh, I don't know if I'm going to be able to tell how many people are connected live to us, but it says right now we have 30 people listening. Congratulations, you 30 people. <laughs> You're the best ever. Uh, joining me here in the studio, we have Mr. Brian Cook. Hey, what's up? And, of course, his wife Rachel is here. Hey, hey. And these two came over early and they helped me out. We've been hanging out for quite a while. We had some delicious breakfast burritos. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, yeah, delicious. And uh, we do have another guest here in the studio with us. Uh, why don't you just in- introduce yourself very quickly, sir? Oh, hello. I'm Charles Babbage. Ooh, I gotta turn up your mic. That is way not loud enough. <laughs> he said Charles Babbage. <laughs> Does that help? Can I just? I'll just repeat what he says. Like that's I'm a good. computer. I think that's the way to do it. Yeah, okay, we can go ahead, Charles. Do it. We were talking Star Trek before the show started, and we can just kind of emulate that. Yeah, you know. I think this is year number seven. Is when I slated it to change into a Star Trek <laughs> yeah. podcast. Yeah, perfect. Okay, yeah. cool. That's what I thought. All right. All right. Uh, so how are you doing, Charles? I'm doing excellent. It's great to be here. Well, it's good to have you. And uh, Charles is going to be another voice on the podcast very soon. We're hoping to uh, we're hoping to expand, invite a few more people here to the show, and, like people in Portland who can join and stuff. Obviously, Charles is from Portland. We'll come back with a little bit more on that when we talk to him. So I want to just real quickly say that on the uh, like I said, we have 30 people listening live. That includes people in America and in Canada. I can see exactly where Patrick Coakley is listening from, and probably (laughs) for our our friend Andy Campbell. (laughs) But we also have people listening in Italy. Sweet. Wow. Hey. And uh, someone listening in Germany? I think, awesome. yeah. No, Denmark. Kazakhstan. It's hard to tell. It's hard to tell. John DeSantis, are you in Kazakhstan? No, he's no, not No, you're a liar. <laughs> you silly. John DeSantis. Don't listen to anything that guy says. <laughs> <laughs> On the blind side of Jupiter. Nice. Um, nice. Excellent. Excellent. I'll always approve a Monster Zero reference. <laughs> Speaking of, is anybody else uh, disappointed that they actually didn't call the new planet Planet X? Yeah, that's kind of disappointing. It's kind of dumb, really. Yeah. It's, they really should have done it. I don't know why it. I'd change it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the new the new planet, the brand new one. Anyway, it's science <laughs> science stuff that I don't really know that oh, much about. I, I was I was a little lost actually. I was just rolling with it, and I kind of now know what you're talking about. It should have been named Bowie. It should have been named Bowie. Oh yeah, that okay, I, okay, that's cool. Following Lady Kyle's actually helping out with some Snapchat stuff right now. So if you are on Snapchat, uh, you can actually check that out later on. You can like watch it all at the end of the day, right? Yeah, I'll yeah. Be there okay. for 24 hours. 24 hours. You can see the insanity. Of the pre-emergency broadcast setup and <laughs> what happens during the emergency broadcast, too. Uh, you know what? I think it is time for us to go ahead and bring Charles on, and we're going to talk to this guy a little bit about his history as a Godzilla fan. So, Charles, welcome to the Kaiju Cast, man. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, it's uh, Now, I've known you peripherally for a little while. Yeah. So uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How'd you get into Godzilla, really? Oh, my gosh. Well, born and raised in Portland, and... Uh, and because of that, Channel 12, uh, back in the day, in mm-hmm. the 70s, 80s, you know, would always play Saturday afternoon movies, Godzilla being one of the main staples. And uh, that was my start. You know, I think, honestly, my first that I can remember is Godzilla versus the Smog Monster. Nice. And, Very nice. Uh, and, uh, you know, those were the ones that I looked forward to, of course. Uh, yep. Godzilla, giant monsters, robots. You know, Channel 12 never really went with, you know, a lot of Ultraman or any of the the side, you know, uh, stuff that... Uh, the other kaiju yeah. shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the other kaiju stuff. But, um, but yeah, you know, the regular main, you know, 20 or so that were out at the time. Oh, gosh, 80s? No, it probably wasn't quite 20 at that point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so are you... Uh, you're born and raised here? You're, yeah. Yeah, whole yeah. life? Ooh, the native... Yes. We're all transplants. Yeah. Except most, for you. It seems most people I run into nowadays are definitely transplants. <laughs> you know, Portland's got that uh, that vibe, that come hither and then stay here forever yeah. vibe. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. and if you're born here, it says don't leave. That's right. That's right. <laughs> and my, my wife is born and raised here too, which is, you nice. know, both well, of us. It's unusual. Well done. Yeah. Well done. All right. So tell me a little bit about your favorite Godzilla stuff. Like, what can the listeners expect if you're coming in on the Daikaiju <laughs> discussions? What are some of your favorite Kaiju films? Well, oh, boy. You know, I I, I got to say, I've been really impressed with the, the Millennium series. Mm-hmm. You know, I, uh, GMK and... Uh, you know, you know, basically, God was Godzilla two thousand on up. You know, I'm, I'm kind yeah. of, I mean, these these more modern ones from the the aughts are are things I really really dig. But uh, you know, going back, you know, I, I actually I really like, uh, 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 you know, now I'm uh, the War of Gargantuas. You know, ah, the, the, yes. was, War of the Gargantuas celebrating his fiftieth anniversary this year. Yeah, yeah, you know, something about that. You know, and and Gamera movies. Um, something about the scale of Gamera I always liked because he's he's a little smaller than Godzilla, and so the the miniature effects were always a little more impressive to me. But uh, uh, yeah, I'm just kind of I'm more of a generalist. I, you know, I I can guarantee you that I don't have the same trivia knowledge as the rest of the room here. But uh, that's okay. We don't all have the same trivia knowledge either. Yeah, that's true. I know way more stuff that these guys don't know, and they know more ways to, way more stuff than I don't know. It's a you know it's a give and take situation yeah. here. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. my mic levels fuzzy? Somebody in the chat room said they maybe were fuzzy. Oh, fuzzy. I don't know. Yeah. It sounds good to me, but okay. let's hear Let you talk again. Okay. I'm talking now. Uh, people on the chat room uh, said, yes, fuzzy and hot. Oh, well, that uh, might not, that. <laughs> that might know. just be a comment about you, Rachel. Right. Probably. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Fuzzy's probably more Brian. That's true. That was yeah. probably about <laughs> fuzzy and hot. So is that the description yeah. of the two of you, right? Yeah. yeah. 
I'm turned up to 11. Yeah. Is it still bad? Yeah, it's too high. Fine. Jeez. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's that's cool. You know, we're sounds just like doing things me, on the you know, fly. Yeah. Well, it sounds this fine to why... us because we have like some we have some yeah. good software in between you and the and the recorder. But mm-hmm. the you know the listeners they really suffer through this whole live show. You know, they're having <laughs> yeah, to hear things exactly. unaltered. Uh, they're having to hear mm-hmm. my voice sound like this instead of sounding like the bass from a big <laughs> giant radio voice. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think they're good now. I think we're we're all right. Ooh, oh, but like fuzzy, fuzzy and hot, and, yeah. yeah. The name of uh, Brian and I's first jazz album. Oh yeah, I like it. Sweet, yeah. That's Can it be good. like a little bit of scat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think Brian would excel at yeah. that. <laughs> I was about to say I'll pull that off. <laughs> so Charles, what are you? Uh, what's like? What would you say your main focus is right now today in terms of giant monster stuff? If something, if something comes across, is it? Like millennium related, you're like, ooh, I gotta, I gotta watch that, or I gotta have that. Or is there anything you collect? Yeah, I, you know, my collection is pretty minimal, uh, uh, mostly due to space, and 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 uh, I, I admit that my collection is really uh, uh, eclectic. You know, there's so much Star Trek in there, and there's you know other things. The the Godzilla and kaiju stuff is sort of a small subsection, but uh, yeah, as far as looking forward to things, you know. I, I, uh, I, you know, the announcement of the, the new Godzilla from Toho, of oh, course, yes. got me, of course, Shin like, Gojira. Like, I know somebody wanted us to talk about that. Yeah. Well, yeah. there we go. Uh, you know, just, just, I'm like everybody else. There's just the announcement that Godzilla is going to do another man in suit kind of mm-hmm, movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm of course all over that, but, but I, you know, got to say that you cut out all the people parts. I enjoyed the 2014 Gareth Edwards one, you know, cut out all the humans. I actually enjoyed the monster stuff in that. Um, Nice, nice. But, uh. Yeah, the monster stuff in the 2014 film was, was fine. That wasn't, that was never my problem with the movie. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, even Pacific Rim, you know, I look forward to the idea of a a sequel to that. I enjoyed Pacific Rim. So I, you know, I, I'm kind of a, in general, I just, I can sit back and just watch a bunch of monster action, bunch of big robots beating things up, and I'm happy. Nice. And and so, you know, it, it doesn't take a lot. You know, I'll sit through just about any of them. Uh, as a matter of fact, when I heard you guys were doing Gamera 3 oh, last right. yeah, week, yeah. Uh, it real, I realized that was the only one that I haven't seen from that series. And so now I'm oh. like, uh, it's on my list to try to get through this oh, next man. couple Very weeks. Cool. I've got I've got the other two on Blu-ray. Oh, and, yeah, you know, yeah, The yeah. first two, but... But I haven't seen that one. Well, I can't wait to hear what you thought about it, man. <laughs> yeah, that's that's cool. So you're actually at the point where I was many years ago, just in terms of like wanting to see Gamera Three, but not knowing what it was about. So, ooh, <laughs> I kind of wish I could tap into your brain and feel the excitement that it's going to be to like never have seen Gamera Three. We talk about that oh, sometimes. Yeah. Like, yeah. what would it be like to dial your brain back and <laughs> oh, watch yeah. it for the first time? I always say the Men in Black thing where they yeah, flash totally. your memory. I wish you could do that about <laughs> specific movies and then just like watch them for the first time again. That'd be amazing. Yeah. That you, would be amazing. Yeah. You know, as a kid, the the Godzilla stuff. You know, it's. It's the same feeling, you know, that I have now that I had when I was a kid. It's just watching these giant things run around smashing buildings and it's just sort of a 
I don't know, this visceral thrill of, of watching it oh, and, and not really <laughs> caring too much about the character stuff. Yeah. Uh, and even now when I'm really critical about character stuff in movies and, and the other things I like, we were talking about Star Trek again yeah. earlier, yeah. the character stuff and that. The I, I let it go in Godzilla movies or, or kaiju movies. I just I, – it, it's not why I'm there, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and so it's um, – you know, back uh, in uh, – I kind of had forgotten about Godzilla movies to a degree when I was in, you know, high school. And then uh, Biolante came out. And I was like, oh, okay, this is – I haven't been watching these for years now. And then I just got right back into it. And, oh, yeah. yeah. And so uh, – Very 80, famously and, love to tell how Biolante was the thing that made me go, oh, my God, they've yeah. made Godzilla awesome now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's see. It's about – it's almost 2.15 – so, are you interested in uh, in firing off your trivia question, and we can we can actually figure out what our prize pack is and what we're doing for right. the first uh, first drawing? Rachel is typing something into the chat right now. Get ready for trivia. Uh-huh. Yeah, right. Get ready for trivia. So, uh, so Rachel, what are we doing here? Are we doing prize pack number okay. one, or is so, this? So, uh, yeah, I would say for. We didn't do a drawing yet. Oh yeah, we need to do a drawing. We were going to do a drawing um, so, before Charles, but this yeah. time I think we should. Yeah, let's get going. We can going. do a drawing and trivia. So, okay. Yeah. So we, let's do a drawing first. Okay, we'll yeah. do a drawing first. Okay. So the way we Let do drawings for here, yeah, you go ahead and get what it. you need. Uh, basically, we had people send in their uh, their information via an email address, which is now you know submissions are now closed. Obviously, now that we're recording the episode, uh, and Rachel has names in a hat. No, not in a hat. Not a hat. Not oh. a hat. Let me be clear. Uh, <laughs> Rachel has a very cool box that she built that has essentially it looks like paper leaves. <laughs> But when you turn it up and, you know, facing towards you, it's clearly <laughs> Garamond or Pigmon's face. Big surprise, right? That Rachel would make a crafty <laughs> Pigmon name drawing box. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get a picture of it up uh, pretty soon. So. Okay. So the first thing that we're giving away is the Shout Factory, right? Uh, yes. Yes. First uh-huh. thing we're giving away is the Shout Factory Gamera Survival Kit. Now, when they did their Gamera movie marathon – uh, recently, they sent several of these out, and they actually sent us two. So, uh, because I got one and kind of keeping it for myself, in a sense, this one is is to give away, and it's got inside of it. It's got because it's a survival kit, right? So that's the premise behind it. <laughs> I think there's a like a whistle and some popcorn and a blanket and August Ragoni's. A.G. Subaraya, Master of Monsters book. Excellent I book. believe there is a Famous Monsters mini poster and some, uh, uh, what do you call those, fireballs, the candies that like, that oh, like big gosh, cinnamon hot, hot ones. Things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh. Those are also included. <laughs> so <laughs> nice. it's, just a, it's just a little, you know, giveaway here, our first one, starting small. So, Rachel, what you got for the first okay. name here? Uh, Reaching inside Pigmon's inside mouth. Inside the mouth. All right, guys, we've got Cam Marshall. Cam Marshall. Cam? If you are listening, you are the winner. You won the Kaiju the very first thing. Marathon Survival Kit. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations, man. And uh, we are going to go ahead. Actually, yeah, let's just go ahead and move into Charles's question. So when Rachel is ready to accept the next prize recipient, we will go ahead and announce that. So your question 
is really hard, right? You, it, you, you wanted to really stump everybody. It might be a little hard, uh, but uh, let's give it a shot. All right. Okay. You so, ready, Rachel? Okay. Ready, ready, ready. All right. Ready. So I'm kind of a fan. I, you know, most people are you know, a little disappointed by Godzilla Final Wars, but there's there's a, there's some things I like about it, and uh, one of which, of course, is the amount of monsters actually show up. Sure, sure. And um, uh, so I think I'm going to have this question be sort of easy and just say, um, of the 23 monsters that are in the movie, including Godzilla, that's 23 monsters. How many of them show up only through stock footage? Ooh. That's a good question. All right, guys. Start guessing. Okay. <laughs> All right. This okay, is when it's easy, right? Because it's so easy yet. to just type in a number. So it's like, right. and then you get yeah. people who type in multiple numbers. <laughs> Come on, man. I know. I haven't seen it yet. Astro Otter. He wins. Astro it Otter with the eight. Eight. Number eight. Did you know that the number eight? In Japanese, is Hachi. Nice. Yeah. I did not know that. No, that's my dog's name is Eight. There you go. Well, congratulations to uh, Emmett Otter and his jug band. Is that what we're? Who was uh, it? Astro Otter wins. Astro Otter. Uh, I'm going to tell him to email um, his name and address yeah. to controller at kaijucast. That is exactly right. Say, and with the subject, say uh, Gamera Shout Winner, and that'll work. And that's, of course, if oh, he's, is he in the chat room right now? Gamera, shout winner. Um, the, the trivia was going to be for oh, yeah, this prize is pack number out. one. Well, yeah. this is also Cam where, won where the you Gamera listening shout live, winner. you guys get to hear stuff <laughs> yeah. like us mess up. So, Oops. <laughs> so everyone has still won something, but we said the wrong thing. Yeah. What do we... So, okay, so uh, the, he gets price pack number one. So let's say what's in oh, that. Yeah. That's there right. That's why Which I got confused. We didn't say what was in it. Yes. Do you have what's in so, it written uh, down or is it in the, no, that box? No, but I will uh, go grab the box and bring it over here. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, that sounds okay. good. Okay, so prize packs. We got some amazing donations in from a number of people. Uh, we actually had one come in that I haven't even been able to post about. Uh, Monster Attack Team is donating some stuff. Uh, we had a listener, Ayame Chiba. She donated some awesome stuff. That's going to be a Gamera prize pack a little bit later. Very cool. We have stuff from Diamond Select Toys. Like I said, Shout Factory earlier. I got some stuff here. Uh, Kadoja, every single prize pack that goes out has a Kadoja comic book in it. Uh, some Kaiju Cast stuff. Like we actually, I made a whole bunch of prints that, you know, haven't sold and I don't like doing conventions too much. So uh, everybody gets a print. <laughs> Congratulations, future winners. I even bought a print. I like the prints. Which one did you buy? I bought the uh, sort of the white Godzilla. Um, Oh, oh, one of those guys, the little ink, ink yes, looking guys, yes, the exactly. Sumier style. Yes, there cool, you go. Cool, man. Yay! My okay. artwork is up in his house. Okay, so what's in prize pack number okay. one? Prize pack number one, you guys, has we have a Rodan. Oh, that's the uh, bank? Diamond Select Toys figure bank of Rodan, Fire Rodan from Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2. We have. <laughs> That is a Eugen Daimajin uh, minifigure. That is that comes courtesy of Kaiju Cast. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
There is a uh, signed Doug Jones flyer from Gentle Giant for his fawn. That was uh, something I picked up. Actually, Doug Jones just handed me those when we were at San Diego <laughs> Comic-Con a couple of years ago. And I was like, wow, thanks, man. He's so nice. Uh, and like I said, it gets a Kadoja comic. Issue one, the Rose City Comic-Con exclusive. And also you get Monster World, which is literally just like the uh, famous Monsters of Magazine. What issue is that? Is that 273, 272? 262. 262. Great prize pack. Oh, wait. There, there's more. There's more. Oh, you also get the Mecha Godzilla bottle opener. <laughs> Congratulations, uh, Astro, Astro, Otter. Astro Otter. Yeah. And of course, the, the of course patches and stickers and Kaiju Core. Right, uh, right, yeah, yeah. So since I still have a ton of Kaiju Core merchandise, every every prize pack gets not just a, a print and a Kadoja uh, Kadoja issue you also get some miscellaneous kaiju core swag so uh yeah congratulations to you guys and i think it's actually time for us to get moving on to the next guest uh i need you guys to entertain the listeners while i get ready sweet (laughs) (laughs) so you mentioned war of the gargantuas is one of your favorite movies yeah i enjoy that quite a bit yeah that is definitely one of my favorites yeah i have the uh the dvd that was the double uh disc set with rodan nice and uh you know one of the great things on that set and i think it's on the rodan disc if i'm not mistaken is the behind the scenes uh, where they recreate some of the effects is that bringing godzilla down to size i believe yeah i think that might be i think that's it it's a really cool documentary fantastic documentary yeah i i like that quite a bit and the uh uh, you know, it's it's gone, going back to the Godzilla, you know, just the inspiration, you know, it's – it's uh, and when I was five, you know, Star Wars comes out. So yeah. that grabs my imagination. The Muppets are big. That grabs mm-hmm. my imagination. Godzilla movies. And the thing that they all have in common is I wanted to know how to make them, not uh, just yeah. enjoy watching them, but I wanted to know how to make all that stuff, yeah. which is kind of what led to my career in, you know – uh, movies, and then now I work at a basically building giant puppets for nice. for a living. So oh, yeah, I awesome. forgot to talk to you about that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so you know, Godzilla, you know, was a big inspiration in that. Yeah, uh, you know, it's the the Muppets, uh, probably even more so. But uh, since nice. since I can, you know, it's literally puppetry. But mm-hmm. but uh, cool. anyways, miniatures. You know, I've never given up on the idea of. When I retire, I'm just going to sit and build miniatures uh, for museums <laughs> and things like that. I have I have so many model, awesome. model kits, you know, filling my closets. You know, I just love <laughs> building models. But um, yeah, and then and then uh, I don't know if I could bring myself to stomp on them with a giant monster, but uh, you know, it might be fun to do that someday too. All right. Well, we are, I believe, connected with our very first guest. Please welcome to the Kaiju Cast Emergency Broadcast, Mr. Ed Holland from Monster Attack Magazine. Good afternoon, Kyle. How are you? This is Edward Holland from Monster Attack Team. Hey, man. Things are really good. You know, the chaos is ensuing, but we're not letting it, you know, consume us. <laughs> How's the weather up there? <laughs> you know, it's, a, it's not it's a, bad. It's, it's a nice day. It's, yeah. For Portland, it's nice. Yeah. You know, the, I can actually see some sun yeah. in the sky, and it's not raining at this moment. <laughs> Very good. How about you, man? Where are you? Well, I'm down on Monster Island here, uh, Southern California. There's a lot of wind going on and uh, a lot of rain. But we're okay. We're we're uh, we're sheltered in, and we're having a good time. Excellent. So, if uh, if listeners are not familiar with Ed, uh, what would you say your role is for Monster Attack Team Magazine, aside from head honcho? <laughs> well, I'm I'm the the co-founder. We started back in 1991, and uh, I'm the main editor. 
and basically get people together from around the world to contribute to the magazine, to the website, to the web, to the Facebook page, and to the events and things that we've done, including uh, raising money for Tohoku in Japan and the Haro Nakajima event we did before, and quite a few uh, events that we participated in with regards to common writer actors. And if you go back into the history, Ben, um, years ago we were on the set of Ultraman and the set of Power Rangers before it came out. And so historically we were just a fan club, a uh, fanzine that became a magazine. And we had a um, an internet show, cable access show, and we're back in existence thanks to my friend Mike Keller who resurrected it. He can't be here today. Mike's but, in the uh, chat room right now, oh, and he? he wanted us to say that. Yeah, yeah. Mike, you know, Ed, I don't know if you know this. Mike submits homework every single month to the Kaiju oh. Cast. Yeah, he sends in his reviews every month. I had no idea. This is a new. This is news to me. But that's great. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty great. Sometimes he tries to get me to read things, you know, when I read his <laughs> reviews <laughs> that I wouldn't normally say on the show. So I have to do some creative editing, sometimes on the fly. <laughs> well, he's, he sings praises about what you guys do. And, you know, obviously we've been involved with some of the things you've done. And I think the last time you and I saw each other was like in passing when uh, I was assisting um, Jim Serenella with uh, Sonny Chiba in uh, Monster Palooza. Right. Yeah, yeah. For that sure. was like the last time we saw each other, I think. And it was so, so brief. It was such a quick. So the deal is, Ed, was you were staying on the same floor as us, I think. And uh-huh. uh, I remember passing you once and saying hello and then passing you a second time. And then I think we did our standard, oh, yeah, we got to get together thing. And then that was the last I saw of Ed. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure the last he saw of me, too. Yeah. Uh, well, so tell me a little bit about what's going on. What do you have coming in the f- coming up in the future for Monster Attack Team? Well, right now, um, we still have issue 11 out, which we self-published, so that's still available if you want to get that online. We have a lot of material for another issue. We probably have enough material for two or three issues, but you know, uh, we've scaled down a little bit. We don't, we're not doing the huge book that we did. I'll call it a book, a MOOC, with uh, Famous Monsters, issue 10. Oh, yeah. Issue 11, I just issue pulled 11. that out and showed these guys how thick that was. <laughs> and it's like, so, I mean, it, you said MOOC, right? So like that, right. or MOOC. That's a term for a magazine book in Japan. And you can, I mean, Brian, Rachel, and Charles, you can see right behind me, there's all sorts of mooks on the on the shelf here. Yep. And it would fit right alongside that. It's oh, just yeah. the same size. And it's just as heavy, too. <laughs> yeah, according to what we've heard, that was the largest magazine book on tokusatsu ever done in the West. And maybe bigger <laughs> than, than some in Japan because there's a lot of big pictures and there's hardly any ads. And, um, you know, obviously after that, we did our own issue. The, the current issue is uh, 82 pages, hardly no ads, big pictures, and heavy on the content. You know, we don't mess with the, the frill stuff. We put all the meat in there, and uh, we have a lot of heavy hitters in there. So we still have, you know, other things kind of percolating. We just don't have um, a publisher say yet, but we've had some interest from comic companies. But as far as what we're doing in the future... Uh, coming next month, we're all heading to uh, Japan. Nice, so, nice. Yeah, we're looking forward to that. So we're – a lot of our people from uh, different parts, of course, uh, myself included, and people uh, from Japan, Japan branch officers and artists and press people and individuals who are working in the industry are, are all meeting at the Kaiju Sakaba in Kawasaki uh, for a get-together, a mat meeting, so you – 
So we're calling it. Awesome. Uh, <laughs> I love that place. It's like yes, so rare. Yes. I could say I've been to that place when you're talking about <laughs> Japan. <laughs> Yeah, well, I don't know if we can fit in the ma- the monster attack team room. It was probably too small, so we had to get in the back of the banquet or room, or whatever. But uh, we're meeting there on February 18th in the evening, and so people who are in the Japan area, Tokyo area, if you want to come on by, please do let us know in advance because I I think that thing gets full pretty quick. But um, we're meeting there. We're gonna have a get together. We're gonna talk to some people. There'll be some surprise guests that show up. There'll be some people that uh, are tentatively planned to show up as well. Plus, uh, people from Japan, some of our members are going to be there as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. In addition to that, we're uh, heading off to uh, some concerts while we're there. We're going to be going to uh, the final two shows of the 30th anniversary reunion of uh, Sekimatsu, which means basically the end of the century, part two. Hmm. And uh, if you're not familiar with Sekimatsu, I know you guys are familiar with uh, Godzilla vs. Bialante. Who likes Godzilla vs. Bialante out there? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm raising my hand and, and oh, cheering yeah. as yeah, well. Indeed. Fake cheering, but cheering for sure. Love Bialante. Yeah, it's one of my favorite monsters. So for a brief moment in the, in the, uh, the movie, there's a video segment and a video host shows up. And uh, that is uh, Demon Kogure or Kaka. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. The metal guy, right? Yeah. yeah, that's him. He's the leader of the band of Sekimatsu, and we interviewed them before, and uh, it turned out really, really well. In fact, uh, the interview was received by the the universe, I guess, because uh, unknown to me, some Japanese fan groups translated all of it into Japanese, and then it went one step beyond. The interview was translated into Russian. Wow, sweet, some, sweet. <laughs> some Russian groups, so. Uh, if you want to know about them, I mean, they're really, really into uh, tokusatsu. So they're like the only band that can start the show and, and play a strain from uh, Ifukube's Symphony from various movies and get away with it. <laughs> <laughs> is it is he still like uh, doing television in Japan? He is. He was doing uh, sumo wrestling, announcing NHK stuff, radio stuff. One time uh, when I was living in Japan. I was just walking out the door, and as I was walking out the door, I saw him introducing some udon show, Japanese you know, noodles. So he's all over the place. Very, very cool, man. So, uh, how can people get involved with uh, with this meeting at the at the um, Kaiju Sakaba? Well, they can go onto the Facebook page if you you know pull up the internet and hit Monster Attack Team. I think we're the first thing that comes up, and you can get our Facebook page there or our website. And just join the event, and that way we can let people know how many people are coming. It's growing, and uh, I think we're going to have a great time. Uh, there probably will be some kind of prize situation involved too, but we'll talk about that later. Sure, That's yeah, man. <laughs> and, yeah, what we um, can do is we can definitely put a link in the show notes to, to anything you need linked to for, for this particular interview segment for sure. Oh, great, great. That's awesome. Yeah, if you – I guess if you go to our Facebook page and just go to our events, it's in there. So uh, we have some industry people showing up and some fans and uh, some some big wigs and some you know low ballers like us. <laughs> <laughs> the low ballers. I feel like that should be like my uh, my new band name. The low ballers. <laughs> Are you a musician? I didn't know if you were a musician. Uh, well, I wouldn't actually call myself a musician. I was just kind of messing around. But yes, we have this thing like for the past like few weeks, like anytime I talk to somebody and some weird word phrasing 
group comes up, I always like to say, oh, that's the name of my, and then I insert whatever kind of band, tribute band that is. <laughs> nice. It's the, ridiculous. The, the listeners don't think you should have that band name. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't well, think so. Fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> Linda's Hamilton side boob it is. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, what else you got for us, Ed? Like, uh, what's the future of the actual magazine look like? Well, as I, as I mentioned, there's, you know, a lot of things still in the can that haven't been released. And uh, if you just want to kind of get up an idea of what we do, uh, I would highly suggest people pick up the last issue. As I mentioned, it's a full 82 pages of, you know, tokusatsu goodness. I mean, it's got Godzilla, Ultraman, Kamen Rider, Space Sheriffs, anime interview with Leiji Matsumoto, Toys, Japanese pop music, Japanese glam rock music that predates David Bowie, uh, the band Daikaiju. I love that band. We heard a little bit of their music in the intro music to the show. Yeah, they're they're great. And some of the writers in that issue include uh, Bob Johnson from Sci-Fi Japan, Fabian Moro from Tokescope, Ed Gajaseski from Japanese Giants, Mike Keller, Brad Warner from Subaraya, Christian Devine, Damon Foster from Oriental Cinema, myself, others. It's basically our group has always been, I mean, when we started, people contacted us. And it's kind of basically always been a uh, who's who of some of the veterans of the fan movement. And also includes, the cover includes a wonderful cover art by Julian Yates with uh, Godzilla vs. Smog Monster. And then we have back cover art by our Japan brand, one of our Japan branch officers, Hiroshi Kanatani, who's an established manga artist. He just came back from an event in Hong Kong. And there's also uh, insert art within the issue by Kenichi Muraida, who was uh, a famous mangaka who's worked with uh, the Kamen Rider Spirits manga. So we don't really exclude anything. We include a lot of stuff. And we're always looking for more people to contribute. Like, you know, we, we do some online content as well and, and Facebook page as well sometimes. So we'd like to say here, you know, officially thank you to everybody who's been with us. Um, when we started, you know, got with us on board today, and for those who are going to, you know, join us in the future, and we put something out earlier last year, mid last year during the Comic Con time frame. Uh, Jeff Sarno, uh, an IDW artist, did a T-shirt with this. So there's always opportunity for artists and writers, commentators, bands, music, all kinds of stuff. So there's definitely, you know, the future is open. But we're always doing, you know, more things and uh, expanding all the time. In fact, we even worked with you when you were in Japan during the Koichi Kawakita Godzilla 60th anniversary thing. So that came out uh, last year, and we still have an association with uh, famous monsters. And something's coming up pretty soon, which is pretty big, uh, that they should be announcing pretty soon. And uh, you know, we, we stayed friends with all the people over the years, and we're just really fortunate and really thankful that you had us on today. I hope that people will like the, uh, the prize pack that we're offering and, um, good luck to those people who want to enter that. It's got some, some choice items in there. Yeah. So speaking of, I think that's a perfect place for us to wrap up the interview and then we'll, we'll, uh, launch your trivia question. Ed, thank you so much for joining us today on the emergency broadcast. And, for uh, for all the listeners out there, make sure if you're not picking up Monster Attack Team magazine, go follow the links in the show notes and uh, check out that magazine. I've got at least three of the issues here at my house, and they're all fantastically made. And, you know, 
unlike some other tokusatsu magazines, not like this is a knock on them. Like Ed said, Monster Attack Team is all-inclusive, so you can see anything from your kaiju stuff to your Sentai Henshin heroes and all that good stuff in Monster Attack Team magazine. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. If you, if you, if you can't find it, just search Monster Attack Team Indie Planet, and it'll come right up there right quickly for you. Good luck with the rest of the show, and I hope to see you again uh, sometime this year. Fantastic, man. Thanks so much. Thanks, you Ed. Lots of, lots of listeners are loving your stuff. We've got all kinds of love for Monster Attack Team on the chat room going. So. Oh, you made my heart really warm. Uh, <laughs> once somebody said it's the bee's knees. <laughs> oh, that was Dutch. <laughs> awesome, man. Well, we will talk to you real soon. And uh, good luck on your, uh, your upcoming Japan stuff and the, the, everything that you've got going on there. Yeah, and also I want to mention this. I forgot, too. Sure. It's going to be kind of be limited, but uh, – when it's all said and done, sometime the end of February, we're having a, a monster attack team party down here in Southern California. So uh, we'll we'll send out the invites. We're going to actually be showing 16 millimeter films. Nice prizes. We're going to show uh, some stuff on film, video, and uh, if you're if you're you know interested in that kind of stuff, you know it doesn't happen too often. Let us know, and, and we'd like to. Have you come on down, and we probably can put a sleeping bag out for you, too, if you want. Excellent, excellent. Yeah, anything that happens on the West Coast, I feel like I should just go, right? <laughs> Please, you're welcome. All right. <laughs> cool, man. Well, I will talk to you soon, and uh, we're going to go ahead and move along with the show. God bless. Take care. Okay, bye. Okay. Well, that was Ed. Big thanks to Mr. Uh, Holland for joining us here on this particularly fine episode. I actually, you know, I'm really happy that we have made all these crazy cool contacts. Wait till you guys hear what is in the prize pack that Ed and Monster Attack Team Magazine have put out here. It is amazing. You get Monster Attack Team issue 11, Godzilla Rulers of Earth issue 24. Now, this is the subscription cover version with uh, Jeff Zorno's cover. Gunsuits number one from American Gothic Press, which is also Famous Monsters. Uh, Ultra Seven, an Ultra Seven DVD with Kaiju Eliking replica bromide card. Do you guys know <laughs> what that is? Do you know who bromide cards are? So basically, if you imagine a um, production still from a movie, but then uh, shrink that production still down to maybe like I'm going to guess five by seven, probably not even that big. It's probably sure. closer to like four by three. And then they print them on these cards, and they it's done in a process. I don't know the printing process, but it's a uh, it looks really cool. It's really colorful and really, you know, sometimes the registration gets off and it's just, it looks really classically old school. Anyway, nice. <laughs> let me, let me talk a lot more about one particular item for <laughs> prize back. Ultraman Ginga from McDonald's promo. It's a DVD, a 50 minute DVD. Uh, you get a Kaiju Sakaba Kawasaki drink coaster. Ooh, I have one of those. I have several of those right here, actually. These are mine. <laughs> You guys oh, can't nice. see them out there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you also get the Ultraman Zero, the movie promo fan, and you get a Paul Kaiju promo card and a Forrest J. Ackerman button, which is not pictured in Sweet. the picture that I am oh, okay. about to post on, <laughs> on the KaijuCast page, probably while we're waiting for the correct answer to come in. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. I didn't give you the answer to that question, did I? Or that question. No. Here. That's okay. Don't worry about <laughs> yeah. it. I've got the chat room open too. Oh, I can, okay. I so can, you can announce that. that one. Okay. I can announce it. All so right. all that stuff is in the uh, Monster Attack Team 
giveaway. So what you're going to need to do, if you are the winner of this, you'll need to email me controller at kaijucast.com, include your, um, include your name and your address. And then Ed will get that sent out to you. Here is the question. Are the listeners ready? I'm hoping the answer is yes. What show program and character kicked off the second kaiju boom prior to return of Ultraman from Subarai productions in 1971. Asking again, what show program and character kicked off the second kaiju boom prior to return of Ultraman from Subarai productions in 1971. Now it looks like Dan Zilla said Spectreman, which is the correct answer. Congrats, Dan. Well done. Go ahead and send me an email, like I said, to controller at kaijucast.com with that extremely important information, and uh, we will have Ed get that sent out to you. And I think that also means we're going to go ahead and do our next drawing. Oh, my gosh. Okay, now we're behind schedule, (laughs) officially behind schedule. Uh, So no big deal, you know. You guys don't – the listeners out there, I think they don't care if they, we go over two <laughs> yeah. hours, right? They'll love that. That's usually that's usually what I hear from them. <laughs> Behind schedule, right on schedule, said Astro Otter. All right. So uh, I think it's time for us to do a drawing, Rachel. So why don't you grab the Garamon head – I'm sorry, the Pigmon head so we can pull out a name. And what is drawing B for? Drawing B is the Matt Frank – Drawing that he did. Ooh. Okay. Um, right on. So Matt Frank did a Shikishi drawing. Or Shiki let me say that again. Matt Frank did a Shin Gojira drawing on a Shikishi board. These are Japanese artboards. They are like, I don't know, eight by nine or something like that. And Matt has been working on these Shikishi boards recently and um, been using these awesome Japanese pens, these brush pens. There you go, Charles. Check that out, man. All right. You guys Check ready? out the craftsmanship. My now. hand is in <laughs> Pigmon's mouth looking for <laughs> the perfect winner. Let's see here. Okay. The winner of Matt Frank's drawing is Larry Latham. Congratulations, Congratulations Larry. Larry. Well done. All right. All right. So we will get that sent out so, to you. Uh, yeah. And big congrats, man. Matt Frank is a really excellent artist and when he basically posted like saying oh you know i've got these gold it's kind of interesting the shikishi board it's not white like most of the ones i see are it's sort of got like a gold tint to it so he offered these up for a ridiculously low amount and i was like i'll take one and i specifically bought it for the broadcast if you want to see what that looks like um it basically uh, i posted it on the kaiju cast Emergency broadcast Facebook event page. <laughs> you know, if you just have that handy. So, congratulations. And I think we're going to actually use this opportunity to take a quick musical interlude. Now, you guys know this is uh, not a secret to anybody. We're, we're good friends with uh, Genesis 54 and Montaro, I think, records. Guys, Chris Olio and John DeSantis. John is in the chat room. I'm not sure if Chris is. Uh, but these guys ran the concerts for Symphonic Fury and la- the concert before that, which was Akira Ifukube, uh 100. There's a longer subtitle to that. But it, they were amazing <laughs> concerts. Uh, and people who donated to the Kickstarter campaign for the most recent one, the Symphonic Fury, they have not been able to hear any of the music for that yet. 
And so I was chatting with John before the show, and he was like, hey, I can hook you up with a couple of tracks, little preview tracks if you want. So we are going to play the Battle in Outer Space, if Fukube song from Symphonic Fury. And then we're going to play another song and come back with our next guest. And this is, yeah, this is our intermission right here. So enjoy as long as everything works when I hit play. When I hit play, I said, no, am I wrong? What's going on here? Oh, I know what's going on. See, this is why I don't like doing the live shows. Because <laughs> I can't edit on the fly. <laughs> but, you know, that's okay. So the funny thing is if you have VLC and you mute it, it just turns it off. <laughs> All right. So, like I said, this is the Battle in Outer Space track from Symphonic Fury. <laughs>
right. Now, if you guys are wondering what music we played, for those who care about the music that we play on the Kaiju Cast, like I said, the first thing that we listened to was the Battle in Outer Space, a Fukubei track from the Symphonic Fury uh, CD that's going to be coming out very soon from the guys who put on the Symphonic Fury concert. And man, that sounded really good. Almost as good as it sounded when I saw it in person. What? (laughs) You know, because I'm the only one in this room that did so. Uh, Then uh, we followed that up with Tokyo Stomp by the Alder Kings. And I noticed somebody in the chat room noticed that that was from Hail to the King. That was actually the intro music. And it also ties into our next guest. But before we get to our next guest, we do have another trivia giveaway. This one is going to be asked... This is a trivia question that's going to be asked by Rachel. You know what I realized? We didn't mm-hmm. give out the rules and everything when we first started the show. Right. So I figured, you know, this is our fifth time out the gate. I'm sure yeah. people know it, right? <laughs> they like, get it. And yeah, they got they it so got far. It. Yeah, answer on the chat room. Yeah. There's not really a whole lot. There's not really a whole <laughs> lot you have to worry I, about. I, yeah. 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 So... And then email us your information if we don't if it's if the if it's the drawing we have it because I got it from the emails but but yeah so cool but this is not a drawing this is a trivia no question. but if it's trivia yeah so um it's my trivia question all right this one's really complicated you guys it's not complicated but hard it's really hard <laughs> she um, made it difficult because everybody always says like they're so easy and I know and we should take you know. Take it so, out on them, right? This one's a challenging one. So we'll see if you guys studied up knowing me really well. <laughs> uh, so uh, in Ultraman Cosmos, there are two monsters inspired by Pigmon, a non-mutated form and a mutated form. Name the non-mutated form. All Name right. Name that monster. So we've got a lot of guesses coming up here. I think my favorite one has oh, been Donald school. Trump, but uh, <laughs> I haven't That's seen awesome. the right answer come through yet. I, you know, once we get the winner, I think we'll talk about what's in the prize pack. But I'm until the then, hey, uh, Michael Deke answered it correctly. It is Mienin. Oh, big shock! Congratulations, yeah. Michael. Yeah, you are the winner of prize pack yeah, number. Man. Three, it is. Let's hear my. Where's mine? Oh yeah, two. number three. I'll do trivia next. Okay. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you, you skipped Brian, but that's okay. That's it's okay. so easy to skip. Prize pack Brian. number two, Michael Deke. <laughs> it is. I can so. barely see you. Actually, there's so much equipment in front of my face. I can barely see you. <laughs> I just try to make the hair. You can see the hair. That's. I want to look like a Muppet, kind of. So. So let's you let's find out what's in prize pack number two. Yes. What yeah, is in, yeah. Okay. Let's, so yes. What is in prize pack let, number let me two? Grab it. Hang on. So, like I said before, all these prize packs uh, include items that were donated by amazing, amazing prize donors or sponsors, as you call them. Uh, I don't need to go through every one every single time, but you know, big thanks, big big thanks to all of these companies and people who have donated these amazing items and things for us to give away. I can't. I really couldn't be happier with the response. I feel like sometimes I'm like. Hey, we don't have anything to give away. And then I put it all together. I'm like, oh my God, (laughs) it's overwhelming. (laughs) What do we have here for prize pack number three? We have a Diamond Select Toys Ghidra figural bank. We also have another uh, autographed Doug Jones card from Sideshow. We have the Godzilla 
metal bottle opener. So that's like the, you know, bottle opener that's got Godzilla's face on it. And the Mini Mates series, I can't see which one that is. It's got Gigan, Mothra, Godzilla, and I think Titanosaurus. Yes. Yes. Charles, what does that say on it? Is it series one, series two? Uh, Does it say? Whatever. It's Mini Mates, man. It's basically like Kaiju Legos. Yep. Yeah. And Gigan and Titanosaurus look particularly awesome in the Mini Mates. uh, I would agree. Mini Mates form. Yeah, so Michael, I hope I hope that doesn't unfortunately get opened up and Geigen is missing from it. I don't know what would happen or why that would actually come to be. But, you know, congratulations, Michael. Yay! Well done. Uh, for those that don't know, Michael actually sent in the trivia for <laughs> for us to answer later oh, on. Yeah, the pickled ginger. The, our pickled oh. ginger segment at the end of the show is going to be very... Interesting from whatever. I would have said humiliating. <laughs> humiliating, <laughs> you know. This is going to be an exercise in us, you know, trying to make fun of yeah. ourselves, I think. You know, self-deprecation is the way to go, <laughs> I think. If you don't have the knowledge, self-deprecation is the way to go. Yep. So uh, should we do a drawing then, since we're kind of behind weird schedule things that are going on here? Sure. All right. We'll do a drawing just to get the drawing done. And then... Uh, the last drawing. This is we the, last, do the drawing? last drawing? No, we'll wait to do the drawing then. Okay. In that, in that case, <laughs> I should probably see if uh, our next guest is ready to go. So uh, before I connect to him, what else are we doing in this episode? We've got... Uh, we're going to connect to our next guy. And then we've got another guest joining us. And then after that, we have... Uh, a very special segment where we are going to tell you the next movies that are coming in the Daikaiju discussion yes. schedule and what's going to happen happen after that. And then we'll we'll close out the show with Pickle Ginger. But that's, that's far away from right now. Uh, all right. So we are going to go ahead and give a call to our next guest. Now, like I said, uh, we – like I said, we had a, um, a song play from – Tokyo, it was called Tokyo Stomp, and that we used that in Hail to the King for the intro credits. And that is actually by the Alder Kings. The Alder Kings, the guy, the reason I even know the Alder Kings is because of this guy, Chris Martinez. Chris is a, um, he's a Godzilla fan, and he is at G Fest every year. And Chris, you're there, right? Yes. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, man. How's it going, dude? I'm doing all right. How are you guys? We're having quite good, the good, blast, good. actually. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Raining in the chaos, so to speak. So, hey, man, what's, uh, did I meet you at G-Fest? I did, right? Yeah, like briefly in flashes, like a couple of times. Like you ran <laughs> you ran by me and you're like, hey, man, how's it going? And then you ran by me again and like, hey, we're going to, yeah, okay. And right then, on. like that's generally anyone sees you, I think, because you're, all over the place, right? No, I, I mean, if you're sitting on a panel, you see me for like 50 minutes straight, I guess. But <laughs> aside from that, yeah, well, welcome to the show, Chris Martinez from the Alder Kings and also from a uh, very fantastic comic book called Night of the Fire Beast. Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be on the show. So tell us a little bit about yourself, man, and you being a Godzilla fan and uh, and how that got you into creating a comic about it. Well, I started when I was very young. I think the the first kaiju stuff I ever saw was the '70s King Kong, and that opened that's what opened everything up for me. And at the same time, I was always drawing. Yeah, I think 
you hear from a lot of comic book artists that say they were drawing from an early age. And that's the same thing with me. And, uh, after King Kong, I discovered Godzilla and that was it basically. And finally I've gotten around to actually putting stuff on paper, you know, creating my own Kaiju universe. So what, uh, what is the premise behind night of the fire beast? Cause I, this is, this is technically available now, but it's not like something that is just going to get put into your local comic book shop, right? No, right now, uh, our publisher, Insane Comics, is so they sell on their web store. Um, they're actually in some stores around the country, and I think he's working on some deals overseas as well. But you can order print or digital copies from InsaneComics.com. Uh, Night of the Fire Beast is kind of a, a unique take on monster comics because it's designed not to read like you're reading a comic book. It's supposed to simulate watching a cheesy movie from the 50s. Right. Now, I noticed that on the back of the comic, you have a full story about the premise behind the comic behind the film. Right. So tell us a little bit about that without giving <laughs> too much away, obviously, to the listeners. Oh, basically, it's it's a metafictional comic, and in the meta world of of Night of the Fire Beast, it was basically created by a knockoff movie producer who wanted to make some quick money and get out a a giant monster movie during the fifties when everything was really big. Um, the the basic story or premise is that he went to Mexico where everything was cheap, filmed everything on the cheap and put the movie out and it bombed and then vanished until now. <laughs> it's a good premise, man. I like the idea. <laughs> I like breaking that standard story, you know, like doing something a little bit outside of, Oh God, I'm going to say it outside the box. And, uh, <laughs> and yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I apologize to everybody <laughs> for using such a buzz term from business, but honestly, uh, that's the kind of thing that really draws me into a, a new comic book. I mean, I love a good monster on monster action comic anyway. So adding a twist like that, like if you listen to uh, the interview we did with the guys who did World War Kaiju, they had a very cool twist on their comic too. It's just it's it's cool to see the imagination flourish with these with these indie comics. Yeah, and everyone's doing unique takes on it, and this was basically so I could be validated in doing a giant monster fight comic and also make it unique enough where people might be interested in it. Well, I can absolutely understand that. Yeah. The, I think the listeners agree. It sounds like, um, but the artwork in the comic is fantastic. Um, I, I think that it gives off. I love some of the kind of um, splattered effect that did you do the artwork too in there, Chris? Yes, I yeah. I created the initial concept and then brought in another writer, John Claude, that I knew, and I did all the artwork and uh, lettering and whatnot. It's awesome. The I, I think it has a real Ralph Steadman vibe. If you're familiar, um, the artist that did the Hunter S. Thompson illustrations. Oh yeah, um, totally. yeah. It's it's very cool. I really yeah, dug like that about it. The splattered ink feel. Yeah, very, yeah. Very cool. Really, oh, yeah, and and just I I love black and white art, anyways. But this is just um, I think you had some really 
cool panels in there. Yeah. Really dug it. I love the presentation of it as a uh, an old movie. I particularly liked seeing that you drew in the strings on the uh, on the suits as they. <laughs> oh yeah, fly that was the great. Air. Yeah, it's a beautiful really cool. Touch. The wires there, yeah, so lovingly done. I, I dug it. Uh, thank you. Um, there, there's other little things in there, like uh, like folds in the costumes, and like there's very very subtle eye so eye holes here and there nice. but it w- it w- it was kind of a a tough mix to balance making the art look cool but still making it look cheesy mm-hmm. at the set, like a cheesy movie that that was probably the toughest thing about it you, you have know, to strike still. that balance right yeah and like uh there's similar issues in the future books as well, like making it look like a cheesy movie, but not like it's a cheesy comic book. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, one of the listeners wants to know, is it on Comixology? It's actually in the process of being put on Comixology. Um, it was submitted a few weeks ago, and there's no real schedule as to when they get around to putting them up, but it will be shortly, I hope. Excellent. Sweet. Excellent, man. Well, I think it's really cool. So what's what's the next step? Because obviously this is a single issue story. Yes. Uh, and this was the very first Night of the Fire Beast. Uh, following this in the meta story, um, due to his immense debt making the movie, uh, the producer ended up selling the rights to a small Japanese studio who then went on to make <laughs> like about half a dozen uh, kaiju movies with the character who was then named Doragon. So the second book is going to be a 1972 Japanese monster movie with the same character. <laughs> That's nice. great. Awesome. That's rad, dude. <laughs> and yeah. then hopefully that will be out by this year's G Fest. Uh, if I can stop being really, really lazy and get back on it. Um, Let me follow- help you. Hmm? Let me help you. Back to work, Chris. Back to work. <laughs> Just kidding. We can continue this. And then after the after the interview, that's when you can get back to work. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and uh, the hopefully the following G-Fest, the third book in the trilogy will be the modern reboot, the uh, the legendary style, if you will, uh, Doragon, which <laughs> – The super slick CGI version. Yes. <laughs> nice. uh, maybe a little bit Michael Bay. Um, and – the in the modern version, one of the actors who plays one of the main characters in Night of the Fire Beast reprises his role in a similar manner to uh, Raymond Burr in Godzilla '85. Oh, nice. nice, excellent work, sir. Excellent. So that's going to be. Uh, you think you're going to have the first one at G Fest or the the next in the series? I oh. guess you could say. I'm going to try as hard as I can, and I'm going to say, yes, it will be there at G-Fest. Yeah, um, say it now. Make the commitment, my yeah. friend. <laughs> and obviously, we'll still have the, the first issue. Um, that's ju- That was actually just released this month, the 16th. So um, we had a pre-press version last year, and it's since been updated a little bit uh, with uh, grammatical fixes and a new version of the cover by James Biggie of Robot God Akamatsu. Oh, yes. Yes, James. If he's listening, shout out to James. I don't know if he's listening. (laughs) I don't know if he's listening either. I'll tell him you said said hi. 
Yeah, that's good. Um, you should do that. And he'll be doing the covers for all three of the books, actually. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Yes. Yeah. I like his style. I dig James's style. Oh, so, yeah. Um, the stuff that he's done in Robot God Akamatsu with with that stuff is amazing. And uh, Frankie Washington, his artist, actually already was working on an alternate cover for the second uh, Night of the Fire Beast book. So I've already seen that, and that's amazing. I think that'll be our digital alternative cover. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, I also wanted to talk to you a little bit about the Alder Kings because yes. I think I think that is how we were first introduced. And so the Alder Kings is your band, and uh, obviously they have – you have – Many songs out there, but the the one that I chose to play at the beginning of or for the intro of Hail to the King is called Tokyo Stomp. What other yes. kind of kaiju songs do you guys have? So the, the the tune that was played for the listeners, that is your sound, right? That's the Alder King's sound. Yeah, pretty much. It's kind of a heavy instrumental surf slash metal. To- uh, totally my jam, a.k.a. Kyle's jam. <laughs> uh, so, Derek, sorry to interrupt. Derek from Monster Kid Radio wants to say hi to you. For, or hi to oh, Chris yep. from Alder Kings. Yeah, did you see that? Okay, you're on there, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm, in the, I'm in the room right now. I'm trying oh, nice. to... <laughs> hard to dual do the thing. Yeah, yeah talk definitely. and read it. <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm not going to suggest it to anybody, trying to talk and like, chat at the same <laughs> right? time. It's yeah. no, My brain can't do it at yeah. the same time. So, uh, yeah, what, uh, tell me a little bit more about the Alder Kings and, you know, what are, you guys have some more music coming out, right? Yeah, we actually wrapped on an album a while ago that's in the final mixing stages, another five song EP, and that'll be our third. And then shortly we're going to hopefully start working on a new album. And, uh, we have a lot more kaiju related tunes now. I think we have one. We actually did a theme song for Robot God Akamatsu. Um, we also did uh, one called X from Outer Space. Yeah, and they're instrumental, so we just kind of try and get the feel of the movie or the subject. And, uh, you know, we're inspired by the movie titles, obviously. Right on. Very cool, man. When, so when, when can we see or hear songs from that next release? Um. Hopefully within the next month or two months, we'll get the final mixes nailed down and figure out how we're going to release that. Uh, but you know, anyone who, who is interested can check out thealderkings.com for updates. Um, like many bands, they're infrequent, but they are there. <laughs> for <laughs> infrequent i love how you admit it right like that's one of the things that always bothers me about not just bands but anybody who's like oh yeah throw this out there and then you don't get it updated and then there's yeah, you never hear anything th- about that but it's good for you to at least say it out loud yeah no nobody does it because nobody wants to do it in the band that's the, the problem <laughs> you guys gotta assign somebody to be in charge of that yeah just somebody who's not actually in the band <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> right on, man. Well, I'm really looking forward to hearing more stuff from the Alder Kings, and uh, congratulations on the the awesome Night of the Fire Beast book, man. I, I think I think people who go to G Fest are are going to really enjoy it. So if you haven't checked it out, make sure you check out uh, I'll, the link in the show notes that I'll put up for Night of the Fire Beast. You guys have a Facebook page, and yes. the Insane Comics has a website that you can go check out. 
Yep, insanecomics.com. That's where uh, you can get the books and keep up on uh, convention appearances. They're actually local to Chicagoland as well, so they're they're at all the, the local cons right up to, I'm not sure if they're going to be at C2E2 this year, but pretty much everything else. Very cool. That's awesome, man. Yep. Fantastic. And uh, one last thing, there's actually a chance we might have some Dorogon toys this year at G Fest. Some little oh, awesome. and stuff. So fantastic, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's rad. Well, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us here today on the emergency broadcast. It's always a pleasure to talk with you and uh, glad that headset worked out. Oh, yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> thanks for the help and uh, thanks for having me, guys. Right on. Well, uh, we're going to go ahead and say goodbye to Chris and we will catch up with him another time, hopefully sooner than later. And uh, yeah, have a great rest of your day, dude. You too. Okay. All right. So I think it's time for us to move along. It's already 3.15. You know what that means? We've been doing this for uh, an hour and 45 minutes now. Nice. It flies right by. It really yeah. does. It really does. Chris, uh, you're not Chris. You're Charles. <laughs> Charles, are you enjoying being on the no, show right this now? Is, this is a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah this I, is not normally this this crazy. We usually have a lot more like dead air and I edit a bunch of stuff out. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm really glad we've been able to get the people on that we have. And I think it's time for us to do maybe another drawing, and, or maybe not a drawing, but a trivia question. Sure. Rachel, yeah, are you reading the yeah. chat room? Uh, yes, I am. Sorry. Yes, okay. <laughs> Wasn't paying attention. Uh, okay. So we're going to do a trivia question? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay, Brian's turn. Sure. It's time for I Brian's believe. trivia question. And while you guys are doing... The, I'm actually going to leave you in charge of this monster for a little oh, while. Man, don't right? leave us here. I have to, no, unfortunately. I'm going to go, go confirm things yeah, with the next guest. So yeah. uh, make sure you do all the things right. Fabulous. Okay, <laughs> High pressure it. situation. All right. I think we can handle it. Uh, so, Brian, are you ready for your trivia question or do you I, need yes. your notes? Okay. I, I don't need my notes. All right. So. You're ready. Okay, guys. So it I looks want, like they're ready. I wanted to make mine a little more uh, uh, simplistic, I guess. But, uh, you know. I'll just I'll just go on. His is easier than mine, I think. I think so, but uh, but was it easier than mine? Oh, Ooh. I don't know. Mm, don't we'll know. see. They're all ready. Everybody's ready. Uh, what was the name of the actor who was inside the suit of Menia in the mean in all the movies that Menia was in, which is Son of Godzilla, Godzilla's Revenge, and Destroy All Monster? What is the name of the actor inside the suit? The no, suit. no, got some guesses that are going. Not yet. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to go with, I'm going to go with Gregory Cordaro. Um, he got it. It's Marchan. Um, and it is, does anybody well, have, I'll say, well, do we want to give him that answer? Yeah, I think that yeah we'll get, we'll, we'll let you have it, Gregory. <laughs> yeah, his nickname was Little Man Marchan, but. Yeah, but you asked for the name. So, name Gregory Marchand, Cordaro, so. congratulations. Very nice. Um, now we'll tell you what you won after I write down your name real quick. Um, number three. Gregory <clears throat> Cordaro. Okay. All right. Prize pack number three has. I'm gonna. I'm trying to look at it from across the room here. Uh, it it's got a Mecha Godzilla bank. That's one of the Diamond the Select bank. toys yeah. figure banks. Um, we've got a the pizza uh, cutter. The Godzilla yeah, the Godzilla pizza, pizza, cutter pizza cutter is over there. Um, um, 
And a Pacific Rim figure. Let me grab it to see which one it is. Hang I on. I believe. Oh, Charles is grabbing I, it. Should it I is. guess what it is? Okay, I think what's I know the guess? What what's your I guess? I think it's damaged gypsy. Uh, uh, yeah, it's yeah. Uh, yeah. Battle gypsy damage, danger. Gypsy danger. Yeah. So. Um, and then we also have the Kadoja comic book Kadoja and comic. the uh, stickers and Godzilla button and uh, Kaiju Core goodies for you. Um, so congratulations. Very Was there exciting. An autograph over there um, as well. Oh, there might be an autograph. Uh, yeah, that's right. What's that, Charles? Have, uh, Underneath yeah. the the Mecha Godzilla Bank in that black thing, black envelope. Uh, what is what name is at the top of that written? We've got an autograph oh. from Satsuma. Oh, Kimpachiro yeah. Satsuma. Yeah. Which I did not mention at the top of the show. Oh, yeah, All of right. the autographs are provided by Flossie's Gifts and I think mm-hmm. technically Kaiju Addicts. Oh, yeah. So good job, man. Uh, make sure you send your name and address to controller at kaijucast.com and if you could put in the subject line price pack number three that will help us out a lot right on excellent so i have some uh i have some bad news which we're going to turn it around into good news okay the bad news is that i am having trouble getting in touch with our last guest but you know that's no big deal who needs guests, right? <laughs> this is an emergency broadcast. Emergencies happen and sometimes people can't connect. So sure. that's okay. We are, uh, let's see, we have one more prize pack to give away, right? At least from the Kaiju Cast stuff. And uh, let's see here. Yes. One more, one more Kaiju Cast prize pack to give away. We have the Gamera trivia. It might be a good time to do that, right? Yeah. Let's do that. Um, All right. <laughs> okay. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to look through the chat room. And did did John get the answer before Gregory? Mm, let's I'm find sorry. Out. I'm having trouble scrolling through on my iPad. Okay. Well, you, you okay. figure that out. We'll and, and Brian and I will sit here and talk for a little while. Okay. okay. So I'm a little disappointed that uh, we're missing two members of the core Kaiju cast crew. You're telling me. I'm yeah. disappointed, too. And I think people in the chat room were a little disappointed, too. Yeah. Especially when Clancy heard that Jeff wasn't going to be here today. Yeah. That's a big letdown. <laughs> it's a pretty big letdown. Charles, do you know Jeff Dean? Have you ever met him before? I don't think I've met Jeff, no. Yeah. Well, you will love Jeff. He's Jeff incredibly is incredibly good, good looking. He's incredibly <laughs> <laughs> uh, it won't. It won't let me scroll up to see if... If, um, who answered it first. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. I can't get up that far. Okay. Well, we can, we can figure that out a little bit later, but, uh, I guess what we can do in the meantime is if you're having trouble determining who was the correct answerer, I guess both of them should send in their information. And, uh, when we can actually look at the chat room, cause yeah, it's not letting me scroll up past past that, like three fifteen, three or like, yeah, no three seventeen. you guys. I mean, I'm not telling you to stop being so chatty in the chat room, but, you know, Rachel needs to do a thing. Um, so, you know, one of the things I wanted to do during this show, we can actually start the process right now. Uh, for those who have been listening to the Kaiju Cast for a long, long time, you'll know that we started the Daikaiju discussion, uh, I think, the second year of the show. Some mm-hmm. as a listener and I were, like, chatting about how to do, you know, movie reviews and how to, you know, sort of get more listeners involved with the show. Cause at the time it was very secluded. It was me doing the thing. I rarely went out of Portland and interviewed other people, uh, just a few times. Uh, it looks like, uh, Greg is super awesome and he just wants the comic books. So, uh, why don't we split up the price pack and John, 
uh, we're, I'm going to take everybody's uh, word for it that John had it right because a lot of people have said that. Okay. <laughs> and uh, and John, you get the prizes, everything but the uh, the comics, and Greg will give you the comics, plus we'll throw in some Kaiju Core stuff for Damn. you. So Yeah. Yeah. Sweet. Do it up. What, what Why are we taking people? care of these listeners like I know. Yeah. We're, we're just, great yeah. people. <laughs> no, we absolutely love to do. I mean, this is fun. This is oh, like yeah. if I was listening to a podcast and they did this kind of thing every year, I would want to be involved. Yeah. So hopefully you guys are enjoying this. And yes, no Jeff. So we're, <laughs> we're talking smack about Jeff. Ugh. Jeff is uh, – Slowly making his way back down from the snowy retreat in the mountain. Ooh, <laughs> fancy schmancy. And then the other missing member of the Kaiju Corps is Dave. Yeah. Your friend Dave. Oh, yeah. Our friend Dave. He said he, he was going to make it. And then he was like, no, I can't make it. No, the Baron had things to do. The Baron, the Baron had <laughs> things. Way too many things to do. Yeah, he actually needs to... Uh, needs to answer for these crimes a little bit later. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to get him on and you and Sane and you and Sane oh, yeah. can just battle him. I <laughs> can have a battle to the death. No, I don't want him to die. Actually. <laughs> let me, let me rephrase that. No. A battle the battle can't be killed. I'll still need <laughs> him. To oh yeah. I guess the Baron can't be I killed. I still need right? him to show up to work the next day. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, I think because we just did that, prize pack giveaway we're going to go ahead and move along to our next prize pack giveaway does that sound good rachel yes that sounds awesome uh sorry i was writing <laughs> That's <laughs> i was okay. writing how we were going to split it up before i forget after the show um <laughs> uh so we have we have prize pack number four up next, and um, Charles, if you don't mind, it's on the table right behind you there. Oh no, let's do the oh. Ga- let's oh, do the. Oh, are we going to do a drawing? Chibas, Chibas. Oh, yeah. No, oh, it's a, it's oh a yeah. Sorry. Tri- okay, I know we didn't trivia, pay attention yeah. to where we were at. That's okay. Oh my um, gosh, that yeah. board. Now we can just throw that away. Yeah, we could. <laughs> we could. Um, Schedules. Who needs them? <laughs> so that's right. That's right. So, uh, do you have a list up there, Kyle, of what was in? Dr. Chiba's uh, price pack? Do I have it? Well, let me p- practice, you know, stalling for time. Okay. Because, yes, yeah. I do have it. Excellent. The answer that is yes, great. Rachel. I can and absolutely say without also a doubt, a I have everything. Trivia right question, I believe, yeah, that I have, is related to Gamera. Um, so this this that, time we're going to talk about what's in the prize pack beforehand. This prize pack was donated by a listener to the Kaiju Cast, Ayame Chiba, and she has been fantastic as of late. I don't know when she started listening to the podcast, but she has been sending me updated information on yeah. things like Big Man Japan, where I say you you hear me say this a lot during our Daikaiju discussions. I kind of feel like I have to be Japanese to really understand. <laughs> some of these things in these movies. <laughs> yeah. And so Big Man Japan was a huge one like that. You know, I really felt out of my element watching that film and trying to understand that film. And to a point, Gamera 3 was as well. And so she sent in some really fantastic information, things I'm going to be archiving and then utilizing later when we reboot the discussions. Nice. Years from now. <laughs> so but uh, so this prize pack includes all of these items here were donated by... Ayame Chiba. It is a 1967 Gamera Revoltech figure. Bandai's 1999 Gamera with a card. This is the Movie Monsters repaint version. A Mega House Artworks collection featuring Yuji Kaida's uh, designs. 
There's four dioramas from the trilogy. A Konami Daikaiju Volume 1 40th Anniversary set of six, which includes Gamera, Flying Gamera, Gauss, Legion, the Legion Soldier, and Iris. A Gamera 1965-2006 to Memorial Edition DVD box set, which is Region 2. Just a heads up there. A, g- <laughs> a Gamera Memorial box See, it's a CD box set with a booklet. Good lord! A Gamera Two uh, Attack of Legion or Advent of Legion perfect analysis book. A Gamera versus Barugon comic version, so the manga, I believe, nice. of that of that movie. Uh, Gamera Little Braves official guidebook. Can I enter this? This seems like too much good stuff. <laughs> uh, uh, there's the Gamera Complete Record Giant Monster Dogfight. I don't know what that really means, but dude, that is a huge amount of Gamera stuff. If you're a big Gamera fan, then you should definitely be paying attention to this. Everybody wants it. Everybody wants yeah. it. Well, yeah. that's good. Uh, this is called the Friend to All Children Prize Pack. And this was, like I said, donated by our listener, Ayame Chiba. She is a uh, – ooh, before I say this out loud, I want to make sure I get it right. So aside from being a giant kaiju fan and donating this – she wanted to keep it gamma related because she is a uh, doctor of pediatrics. And so this is why it's the friend to all children prize pack. <laughs> That's awesome. Nice. Right on. So uh, <laughs> the deal is we have a trivia question. So the first person in the chat room that answers this correctly gets the, uh, gets the prize pack. So the question is, and I'm just going to ask the first one she sent me. Name the Gamera foes. Ooh, this is actually, that might be too hard. Let's see here. One second. All right, let's do this one. And if people can't do it, because one person has to give all of these answers here. All And how are we going to regulate that? Is it going to be all in one Yeah, maybe it's it's better just to do it this way. Okay. We're just going to ask her second question. What is the name of the actor who is in all three of the 1990s Gamera trilogy films, GMK, and the fan film, Gamera for Truth. That is the trivia question. And in order to get that correct, or in order to get that prize pack, you have to be the first one to answer. Ah, look at that. Wait, who won the the last prize pack? John DeSantis and Gregory Cardora. Well, John got it right. Oh, okay. Uh, do we want to give John an option as far, as far as which price pack he wants and then ask another question for the yeah, other pack? I think that's – well, no. I mean this is one prize pack from Ayami. I know, but, so. John, but John already won a pack, a prize mm, pack. Yes, so, Dutch. So, uh, <laughs> so I, I think – People that, are like, give it to me. Jessica is definitely telling Johnny. Right. She, she <laughs> John, you – I think John should just win it. He got it first. Get both prize packs. And actually, well, he's getting half a prize pack, right? Well, yeah, it's most the prize pack minus the comics. Oh, man. All right. See, that's what I was saying earlier yeah. about the, the rules. We don't have rules here. There's yeah, no rules. We just make up rules as we go. There's no crying in baseball. Yeah. All right. So, but he'd split the other prize pack with Gregory. <laughs> <laughs> well. Okay. Fair is fair. All right. Or, okay. He said, okay, give it to somebody else. All right. Okay, John, you're awesome. 
So now we we're just gonna, have to okay, figure out who the got, first one is. She has another trivia question. Oh, yeah. So we'll ask the second trivia question? Yeah. Or the next one? The more harder one? Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right. So we're going to try this again. Sorry for the... So basically, if you've already won, let's not do the answering. <laughs> Don't yeah, let's, in the let's next do one. that. Okay. Uh, name the Gamera foes that combined to form Powered Gauss in Hurricane Ryu's 1990s Gamera manga. Do you have that one up on your screen too? Oh, no, I don't. No, I didn't get the questions that you only gave me. I only have a list of the answers. Or I'm sorry, not the answers, the, the prices. Yeah, I got it. I got it. All right. So the question, once again, for those who are playing, name the Gamera foes that combined to form Powered Gauss in Hurricane Ryu's 1990s Gamera manga. One, two, three, four, five, six. You have to name all six? Yeah, you have to name all six. And all in one message answer? Hands, hands, hands. Yes, all in one stream. So we need to be able to look down and go, yes, that's it. Okay, well, I don't have the answer, so hopefully you're it. watching. Or, okay. Yeah, I'm watching. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so while while people are answering, this is uh, one of the, I mean, this is one of the first times we've given away so much stuff that's not been at the Kaiju cast. It's been yeah. kind of cool. I've been really happy about that. Oh my gosh. One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Uh, you guys entertain. While okay. I All right. So, um, uh, I guess we can talk about, uh, the, well, one thing I could talk about real quick, uh, yeah. since everyone is listening is we have met up with people at like the listener parties and we've met, uh, and been in contact with people on social media. And I just want to say it was way cool to, to interact with some of the listeners. It has been super, yeah. super rewarding. You guys are totally awesome and really nice. So absolutely. Yeah. It's, it's been really cool to just, I feel like I have friends across the world, um, just through the <laughs> Kaiju cast and just getting random, you know, messages from people. People and people commenting on stuff that's posted is just a lot of fun, yeah. and we really <laughs> dig it. So, no, oh, some people agree. Nice. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh. So, hey, I got a question for you, Rachel. Are you familiar uh, with Cameron Freed? Because he's the first person that got all six right. Um, he am I familiar with like, did, him? He didn't already win, did he? Because we had somebody named Cameron who won. No, we had a different Cameron that Sweet. won. Congratulations, so, yeah. Cameron Freed. You have won the set. The correct answer is Yay. is actually Gauss, Barugan, Jiger, Zegra, Giron, and Biras. <laughs> He's wow. a total guest. Nailed it, man. Well, <laughs> the luck is with you today, sir. Yeah. I've never even read that manga. So congratulations. That's fantastic. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'm super psyched that we're able to do all this stuff. Yeah, it's great. So Cameron, make sure you email controller at kaijucast.com and... Um, and give them your name, address, and if you can put Gamera Pack in the subject line, that would really be helpful. Yes. So, thank you. Yes, and that is for the uh, Ayame Chiba thing. Once again, big thanks to uh, to her for donating. That's oh, yeah. really, really cool of her. And like you guys were saying, our uh, our listeners are so rad, so, so cool. So are you guys uh, – oh, my gosh. We actually are going to get <laughs> – we're going to get in touch with our next guest. We do have yes, the next guest. Oh, yes, indeed. All right. Yeah, but we just need to kill some time. Okay. So, <laughs> so, um, so how are you doing? So, good. How are you doing? 
<laughs> yeah. So uh, what else do we have to give away? I'm just curious, like, what else is left over here? Because I, I feel like I missed something in the pre-production we stuff. Have, we do have uh, prize pack number four. Um, that's going to be a trivia question coming up by uh, yours truly, Kyle. That, well, I'm yours truly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You Meaning, can't use your yours truly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yours. Yeah. That didn't work, did it? No. no. But I, I, I kind of failed that. You guys can ignore that. That's quite edit all right. Point. Oh. No, <laughs> no, there's no edit point. Oh. Uh, so what we have coming up in that prize pack is we've got the patches and stickers again from Kaiju Core stuff. Um, we have the we have another one of those. Is this a small model kit? Is that what that is? A Daimajin. What these are these Eugen Daimajin figures is that they're tiny figures. They you know you have to put them together. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think you have to glue them or anything, but okay. they're they're sort of iconic scenes from the Daimajin films that have been recreated in figural form. Nice. Oh yeah. So we've got uh, some uh, more mini mates. Who who, what characters do we have in this one? We have characters. You guys, I don't know what you get. It sounds so lame when I say characters, (laughs) but um, we have Hedera, Mechagodzilla, atomic Godzilla with removable atomic array. Ho ho. Uh, Jet Jaguar, um, and then we also have, um, Kyle picked up on his last Japan trip, a, um, bandana that has the, has Godzilla on it. Oh yeah. This, um, that's from, this the, from the hotel. That's from the Godzilla hotel. Yeah. yeah the that's Shinjuku very cool. Gracery hotel. And you can match Hachi if you want to run your neck <laughs> yeah, and that's be right. quite I brought, adorable. So I brought back like a handful of these things, a handful of stuff actually from the Godzilla hotel there. It didn't have a lot of things you and, could buy, yeah. but Hachi, uh, I like to put bandanas on him cause he's an adorable dog and he looks even more adorable with a Japanese. Mm-hmm. Ooh, nice. Kirigawa is, the uh, autograph. Yeah. We've got another autograph to give away. Man. And ho-ho. Oh, yeah. So, in addition to Matt Frank drawing uh, Godzilla on a shikishi board, I was part of uh, Rich Iso's Fresh Vinyl Live um, maybe mid-month, the mid-January, somewhere around that. And uh, while I was there participating, I was not very talkative because I was drawing this Godzilla through on the shikishi board the whole time. You failed to sign it. I don't oh, I don't oh. like signing things. I feel like I'm not like talented enough to sign. No, my stop! Artwork. It's yeah, fantastic. Thanks. That's awesome. Well, you did do the Godzilla that I have hanging in my house. I think that's true too. That is also true. Okay, you you make a good point. You make a good point. Um, so are you guys? Uh, let's see. So we've got actually. So there is a missing so, thing because I forgot mm-hmm. to bring it up. We do have another drawing that we can do. Oh, in the meantime, or we can do it like around there. Do we have any more drawings outside of the one that I'm talking about? Um, so we have the we have drawing um, C as in ABC, right. yes, yes. Uh, and that is the one thing over there that's pretty awesome in front of the red chair. Okay, um, and so, then we do, do, do we have another drawing? Yeah, because uh, okay. another listener, Scott Martin from Kaiju Bros and Hilltown oh, Kaiju, yeah. has donated a Funko six-inch Godzilla figure. Oh, fantastic. Yeah, so if you uh, if you wanted, that should totally be like name out of Garamond's, Pigmon's mouth drawing kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> do you still have more names to pull from that? Uh, yeah, we had <laughs> a lot of names. Fantastic. All right, we're going to do so. This one is for Scott's prize pack. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do it. Okay, so. All right, Charles, why don't you grab a name out of Pigmon's mouth? Yeah, so this is less of a prize pack and more of just a singular item. Yes. (laughs) All right, the winner. 
Adam Jones. Adam Jones. Sweet. All right, wins that prize. Congratulations, Adam. I'm assuming not the uh, lead guitar player for Tool. <laughs> <laughs> I bet he's a kaiju fan. That would be true. Cool. That's true. I bet he is. It would. It'd be awesome to know, like, if there was some directory. Here's all the people that are that are kaiju fans <laughs> out in the world. So, if you're walking by the guy, the lead singer, or the what was it, the guitarist from Tool, yeah, <laughs> you'd be like, "What's up, man? Love me some Kidra." <laughs> well, he was a special effects artist. That's true. Really? Yeah. yeah. I did he, not know that. He worked on uh, Jurassic Park and Terminator Two and. I forget what else. <laughs> so tell us actually, so because we didn't talk about it very much in the beginning, unless you talked about it when I was out of the room, tell us a little bit about where you work and what you do now and how you're involved right. in building big, giant, awesome things. Well, Charles. currently I'm working as the art director over at Michael Curry Design, which is a, um, a theatrical design company. And uh, some people may be familiar with uh, uh, Michael's work. Uh, he did the design, the puppets, uh, with Julie Tamor for uh, the Lion King Broadway show, and uh, over the last you know twenty eight years of of being in business, he's he's designed some pretty large scale stuff. One of the things we worked on last year, maybe you guys have seen, maybe not. Uh, Super Bowl uh, halftime show, Katy Perry came riding in on a gold lion. That was something that we built. Nice, nice. Um, and uh, uh, we would do a lot of work for Disney, Cirque du Soleil, Blue Man Group. Things like that. And, uh, yeah, a lot of big things. Uh, when we do uh, shows like the uh, opening ceremonies for the Olympics, you know, we're, we're usually asked to build very large things. Uh, we've almost built Godzilla-scale Godzilla things. Oh, yeah. Uh, or I should say more gamma-scale things. We did a 52-foot-tall <laughs> uh, polar bear for, uh, uh, for the uh, uh, see, 2010 Olympics. Oh, wow. Winter Olympics and, uh, in Vancouver. And uh, it it, com- it it compressed down. I get, well, I'm trying to. I guess it wasn't quite a polar. Yeah, it was a polar bear. Um, but it compressed down uh, to ten feet, but expanded up to fifty two feet. Awesome! Wow. Yeah, <laughs> and it looks like this constellation of stars, and That's that cool. was a pretty pretty large scale piece. I should just get you guys to make me a gigantic Godzilla to sit on top of my house, right? Well, (laughs) it's funny you mention that because as I'm looking around here, I'm thinking, oh, I think I know how I could do that. It is an inflatable, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Sweet. So your your first appearance on the Kaiju cast is also fortuitous for me. Yeah, quite possibly. (laughs) Awesome. Well, I think we're going to go ahead and try and connect with our next guest. Now, we're doing things a little bit differently to get in touch with a Mr. Bob Eggleton. If you're familiar with Bob's work, he is uh, a painter. And he's been an artist in the Godzilla community for so, so long and uh, I really, really hope that we can get in touch with Bob here. Oh, wait, hang on a second. I have to do something. Uh, sorry. You guys kill some time for me while I figure this thing out. Tell us more about the big things you've, you've, you've made. <laughs> Boy. Well, I was just in Japan. You were talking about uh, trips to Japan. I, uh, I was in Japan this time last year uh, installing a, um, uh, a fif- about 15-foot tall King Triton. Um, little, uh, Mer- uh, yeah, Ariel's dad from the Little Mermaid in a brand new show at Tokyo Disney Sea. And, nice. uh, and I, my biggest hope when I went to Japan was to at least have a couple of days to go do like a Godzilla trek and go find some fun stuff. And, and unfortunately it didn't happen, but I was going to, you know, Kyle told me about the, uh, the kaiju bar and I unfortunately didn't make it over there. I tried to, but it was a little, a little far from where I was at. 
next but, time. Uh, next time. Next yep. time. How often? I mean, how many times have you been that was, travel? Well, how many times have you traveled for work? Oh gosh, uh, I just got back last night from Florida. <laughs> I was there all week. Uh, I, you know, I think I've been there ten times in the last year or so. Um, uh, do a lot of traveling to Florida, uh, L.A., Vegas. You know, it's 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 uh, wherever we have shows. I don't. I don't travel as much as other people in our studio because, you know, I'm as the art director, I have to be around the shop a lot more and, uh, and, uh, you know, overseeing the things there. But, um, but every once in a while, I get to go on a fun trip. Japan was a nice one that, you know, it was, uh, it was fun. Uh, it was actually the first, first, uh, trip off the continent that oh, I've right done. So, right you know, outside of, you know, I've been to Mexico and things like that, but. I almost doesn't count, you know, as, as, as leaving the country. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, I, I will agree with you. Traveling to Japan counts more so. Yes, than, than other <laughs> exactly. But that's just me. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, let's try and call Bob and see if this works. Uh, I I don't normally use these things when we uh, make phone calls, or sorry, when we get in touch with people. It's usually usually via Skype, but this time we're going to try. Hmm. Actually, making a call. It's not working. Mm, technology is not my friend right now. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so... <laughs> not sure what to... How to actually... Oh, there we go. There we go. I think I'm going to get this. Man, so many things happening on the internet. So, uh, you guys are familiar with Bob Eggleton's work. Bob mm-hmm. has been working in the field, I guess you could say, for quite some time. I mean, I yeah. ever since I've been a Godzilla fan, I've seen got uh, Bob's work and Hello? he's quite the good man. I'm a good I feel like he is a good guy to be friends with and I feel like Bob is actually my friend. We worked together in 2004 for the 50 Years of Godzilla Film Festival that happened here in Portland, Oregon. And finally, I can say, Bob Eggleton, welcome <laughs> to the Emergency Broadcast. Hey, how are you? Good to meet you. Good to see you. Good to, what am I saying? Good to meet you. I know you. Good to talk to you guys. <laughs> Bob, how are things going out there on the East Coast with you and uh, and Godzilla these days? Oh, they're, they're going fine. I mean, last year, last couple of years, I think I had a banner year with Godzilla. Of course, 2014 was the big movie, and that was uh, really big. And last year, I uh, did really well with um, more Godzilla stuff for not only Famous Monsters, but I was did the painted Godzilla comic, Godzilla in Hell, number two. Oh, oh yeah, yes. that was and, beautiful, uh, beautiful. It went into Excellent three printings, cover. I'll let you know. It went into three printings. I just I was apprised of that last, uh, the end of this last year. Apparently, another, another third printing had, and I looked at the inside and, uh, you know, the copyright page and all that stuff, and it said it was a third printing on, on IDW, and uh, according to people I asked, is not, we're not even sure if there was enough, uh, there was a third printing uh, of any of this. Awesome, uh, man. That's co- congratulations. So that's pretty good. Congratulations on that, dude. That is really cool. Bob, I have a quick question from one of the listeners in the chat room here. They want to know when you're going to do an art book for the for your Godzilla art. Oh, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Uh, <laughs> it, would be, it, would be, it would be great, wouldn't it? If um, you know, if Toho would allow me to do that. Uh, right. <laughs> I don't know. It's all it's all up to. It really is up to uh, what. Toho would do because it's it's their monster, it's their uh, copyright, and uh, you know um, 
probably, I don't know, I, I, if, if it would be done, it would be something I'd have to do through IDW, their book division or something like that. But they're, uh, it'd be nice. It'd be great. <laughs> it's a great idea, but again, it's, um, it's all up to Toho and what they would do. I mean, I, I couldn't do it on my own, although, although I will tell you something. I do have a um, little something about my Godzilla art in a, mo- in a book that's out. It's a um, magazine book, as they call it, uh, called um, t- uh, Film film art from um it's from uh, uh imagine fx over in england and they did an entire uh, book of um of different artists works uh you know alan lee and all these people that have worked in movies and they did one on me for working in godzilla and they they uh it's really interesting so there's a lot of nice there's a lot of my nice pictures in that and that's out currently at newsstands it's a kind of a, th- a thick book it says um the art of film fantasy volume two you know so that's what you look for and i'm in that but Sorry. um uh, it'd be nice if there was a book but it'd be it's it's sort of a kind of really one of those toho to see you know up to toho <laughs> it's a sticky wicket you could at least say you know at the very least uh, toho obviously they have their you know they like to keep control and i completely understand that oh yeah yeah it's their copy it's their it's their lizard it's their uh their their big monster and uh that would be, you know, where we can all hope, but we'll have to see what they do. And uh, again, I, I think Godzilla's uh, pretty. Um, Godzilla's pretty hot. He's hotter than he's ever been. I mean, like, you know, they, we had the 2014 movie that really kicked him into the mainstream even more so, and now we have this new one coming out from Toho next year, uh, this year rather. Um, and then we've got two more at least coming from the U.S. side. So, you know, I think that there's been a, there's, there's a lot of going on right now. It's a great time to be a Godzilla fan. Oh, absolutely. Giant monsters are in the public consciousness, and I couldn't be happier about that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, me too. I mean, it's just, it's, it, everybody comes up to me and they're like, oh, you know, if they say I've got a Godzilla t shirt on, they'll say, I love that movie. Or like, oh, cool. You know, where did you get that? Like that. Or, or you know, um, you know, I just saw the I saw the new movie, or like being 2014, and uh, you know, they're like, "Oh, I loved it." <laughs> nice, very cool, man. So, are you uh, are you working on anything currently for for Godzilla related things in the in the future? Um, I'm doing something involving famous monsters. Uh, I'll tell you, yeah, I'll, you'll see hear more about that when it comes out. But I'm um, doing something involving them, and then uh, I'm doing some smaller things. I'm not doing anything yet for IDW. I mean, I, I'm not sure what they're sort of. I think they're sort of. They got a new series coming up, and they're sort of seeing where they stand with Godzilla, of course. Um, and uh, but I, I do happen to know that Godzilla in Hell sold pretty well, and the the trade paperback with my story and the other the other five, the other four issues is all will be out next month, I believe. Very cool, dude. So, are you uh, looking forward to Shin Godzilla? I'm looking forward to seeing what it finally looks like. Um, I'm hearing all kinds of stories. I'm hearing that these these strange internet photos that surfaced of the 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 the, the puppet Godzilla, as they're calling him. Uh, apparently, that puppet's all been scrapped. Uh, the the effects weren't working, or something like that. And uh, and yet, that's is sort of what he's going to look like. But. Um, that puppet effect stuff has been apparently uh, scrapped because it just, it wasn't lo- it looked good in a test thing, but it it just it wasn't working well. And that that story I had heard, and so I I don't know what they're going to be doing a suitmation or whether they're going to go into CG. I I don't know, but I mean there's, there's a long time they they've been doing this a lot. They're working on this a long time, so. I'm sure soon there'll be images of what this Godzilla looks like officially. I mean, obviously, stuff was leaked onto the Internet by cell phone photos, and uh, 
Uh, we'll see. I mean, and, and the other thing that worries me a little tiny bit about it is that um, I, I hope it's not one of these steady cam type films where there's lots of, um, you know, shaky camera like Cloverfield. I mean, I think that, uh, you know, that whole that whole genre of film is, 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 is kind of been overdone. That's the only thing that worries me. And I just I would like it to really, um, um, uh, you know, stick to to uh, you know a traditional Godzilla film. We'll see what happens. I mean, I'm I'm, I'm as I'm as anxious as anybody to see it, and uh, we'll see what happens. Yeah, well, I I've been pleasantly surprised with the reaction to the that uh, the teaser image, the actual like yeah. official one. Right? People seem to a lot of people seem to really like it. There's been some comments about the eye and about the placement of the teeth and stuff like that, but it really does look like one of the pre-production pieces from the original Godzilla and I yeah, he be went, they, they're that. going for the prototype. I mean, when I heard about this being made, the first thing I thought was, I said, you know what? They're going to go looking at the prototype. The 1954 prototype is inspiration for this. I'm, I'm betting that's what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's, and that's exactly what I think is, it, it is a real burned looking, uh, terrifying. It's, it's those beady eyes like the first one had, you know, I mean, the first one had that is little tiny beady eyes and, and, uh, <laughs> Um, I, I think that um, yeah, they, they 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 got an eye thing on this one. They run about the feet on the American Godzilla, and they think they about the, the eyes on this one. Uh, I, I just it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Um, I think that it, it's going to be great for Toho because uh, they are doing they got the best of both worlds. They've got a hit movie in the they got a hit the franchise in the U.S. with the with with the legendary Godzilla. And that will continue, I am sure. And it's going to be, I'm sure the next ones will be very successful too. But the other thing is that we, it's like we get the good Godzilla, we get the good guy Godzilla, and they're going to get the bad guy Godzilla. So it doesn't matter what happens. Um, in the end, um, uh, uh, you know, we, we, we get the best of both worlds. But uh, for Toho, it's, it's, a great, it's, it's, it's their monster, and they can, I think I'm, I'm positive they're happy about it. Very cool, man. So I, uh, I'm curious. I think we may have talked about this during that G Fest panel that we did with you and Matt and Jeff. Yeah. Um, how did you get involved with, like, because you're, I will say, you're a mature artiste. You've been around for a while. So how did you first get involved with people in Japan and, and, uh, and Toho itself and, and getting the actual, like, permission to do to do pieces oh for them well, this goes way back yeah. um it was actually with dark horse comics when they had the license to do godzilla i sort of did a godzilla painting i would say it had to be in the around 1990 and then i did a better one a much much better one in like 1994 that was actually made into a poster and used on this godzilla issue zero which is a compilation book of some of the stuff they'd done some of the short uh, stories uh, they put together from other things and uh, then I started doing covers for them um, for the series, and it kind of went from there. And then what had happened was I was working with uh, uh, I had uh, I was working with Randy Stradley, and the covers and stuff were so successful, people liked them that at the same time, Random House had acquired the license to do the Godzilla books that they did, and. At the time, um, the editor, Alice Alfonsi, who was working with um, uh, uh, Random House, she was the editor, and she literally came to a Chiller Theater, which is sort of a monster convention in New Jersey here. And this was in 1994 or 5, it had to be somewhere like that. And 
we're literally she's at a table um, uh, of of a dealer who's selling Godzilla stuff, and he's a friend of mine. And she goes, "I'm looking for the guy that did that poster, and it was my poster." Nice, and he nice. says he's right here, like that. And so literally, I gave her my card, and and the rest was history. We got she's a Godzilla fan, her husband's a Godzilla fan, Mark Saracini. And uh, we literally got working on some Godzilla paperback covers and some, uh, the, of course, the children's books Godzilla likes to roar, especially when the first, the first 1998 Godzilla, U.S. Godzilla film came along. Um, there was a big hype for that, a big push in merchandise for that. And so we got involved with that heavily. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's the, it, it went from there, really. And, uh, and Toho, the nice part about it is, is that, uh, Toho took a liking to me where they kind of ask for me sometimes. Like, um, uh, I had a, a, a fun experience with, um, when I went to, I got to know Shinichi Wakasa, who is the suit designer, of course, for, uh, many of the Millennium Godzilla series, and he's done Ultraman and all that kind of stuff. And he's become like a really true, true brother and a friend to me. And he wanted a Godzilla commission, so I, I did one for him. And as a result of which, I went, ended up going to Japan and then being taken to Toho Studios. And I got friends at the time with the Toho president, Shogo Tamiyama. I got introduced to him, and we immediately hit it off very well. And, uh, you know, and he said to me, you know, you know, you know, you, you, you bring the, the, the soul of Godzilla, you, you, you show the soul of Godzilla. And I was like, you know, and he kind of thanked me, which I thought was really nice. He thanked me for, he says, I thank, we thank you for everything you're doing for Godzilla in the United States. So I, it was just kind of a nice, um, uh, a nice little um, connection that I made, and when um, last in 2014, I had a strange uh, uh, email from a, a, a reporter from Pen Magazine. I knew nothing about Pen Magazine, and they, it turns out they have a gigantic readership in Japan. Well, they, the two of the photographer and the reporter drove from New York City to meet me at my studio and do a photo session and an interview about me with Godzilla, and. This, of course, uh, the magazine is this beautiful, slick publication, and they were doing a Godzilla issue. Now, picture this. You've got a Godzilla cover and Godzilla photos all on the inside, interviews with uh, Akira Takarada and Gareth Edwards and Haru Nakajima and me. <laughs> and, um, Keeping good uh, and, company. And, and, and this is a magazine that has Godzilla photos and the ads for Rolex watches and things like that. <laughs> so it, it's got a very high-end readership. So, and, and, and I got a nice little note from the people at Toho where they had, in the Los Angeles office, they had read it and they were like, oh, thank you uh, for saying so many nice things about Godzilla. So, you know, it's, it's all good. Right on, dude. Well, that's really, I mean, that's almost punctuation right there for what I was going to say. If you guys don't know Bob, if you've never met him in person, like he comes to G-Fest every year and uh, uh, he's been around, like I've, good Lord, man, I've seen you at uh Wow, man, what was the name of that convention I went to in San Jose and you were there as part of the famous monsters thing? Regardless. That was that was that, that big wow, um, right, yeah. Oh, uh, big, wow. big wow, yeah. yeah. Uh but I I mean I it's always a pleasure to run into Bob anytime he's out and about. And so if you don't know Bob, if you've never met him in person, Bob Eggleton 
aside from being this fantastic painter, is totally one of us. He is a Godzilla <laughs> fan through and through. I went to God. Uh, I went to Godzilla's house. That's not true. I went to Bob's house. <laughs> well, actually, I did go to Godzilla's house too. But the uh, Bob's house in uh, Rhode Island. I went there in 2004 when we were sort of working together for this poster for the 50 Years of Godzilla Film Festival. And he had so many collectibles in his house that I was like, oh, it's I've been worse. wanting Believe that. Me, it's I'm even sure. Worse. It's been over 10 years since I've been there, it's I'm sure. It's out of control. It's 10 years worse. It's gotten way out of control. I mean, it's like I, I, I'm considered – I, I recently told somebody who came in, and, and she looked and she goes, you're really into Godzilla? I said, I am the Godzilla whisperer. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine you going, you have no idea. <laughs> said, you just don't have any concept. I said, you don't have any idea. Um, and, uh, um, yeah, so. <laughs> Bob, one of the listeners – Sorry to interrupt. <laughs> One of the listeners no, okay. go uh, on, go on. wanted to know if you like Gamera as much as Godzilla. Oh, I love Gamera. Gamera is just—he's sort of a—I mean, he's always gonna—he's always gonna run second banana to Godzilla, and I don't mean that in a bad way. <laughs> but let's—I let, mean, you know, it's gonna be Ga- Godzilla and Gamera. And, um, oh boy, we would love to see a film where those two have to battle. Um, and, and the best part, the, the way to resolve that is neither one wins. This is a third monster comes in and they both have, and they have to get rid of the third monster. That's how you resolve that movie. <laughs> but I think that, um, I'm, I've been a Gamera film from, a Gamera fan from way back. And, um, again, he's just, he's just part of the whole Japanese kaiju genre. I mean, it's like, you know, these, these, and then you take them for what they are. I mean, you know, the Gamera film runs from the first one had a little more serious tones to it, and then they got kind of silly as they went on, and silly and but you know they were what they were. They were products of their time, and um, you appreciate the fact that people put they they were making a product for consumption largely by children. And I know that I grew up in that time when I saw a lot of these movies, and then of course. Shusuke Kanako did the fabulous Gamera trilogy in the 1990s that I thought was just, it just rocked. And, um, you know, I mean, and, and uh, so I, I like Gamera. Yeah, I love Gamera. He's, he's great. He's, he's awesome. I've got, I've got, I've got uh, a bunch of Gamera toys too, so don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> that was, by the way, that was Dutch who asked that question. <laughs> he, he knows full well that you love Gamera <laughs> yeah. as well as Godzilla. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, uh, I mean, unless you have anything else coming up, I you did a great. No, I've got lots of stuff coming. Yeah. Uh, there are lots of things that I'm going to be. I'll be at G Fest this year. Come and see me. Um, um, I'm on Facebook. I've got too many friends to friend, but you can follow me. Um, and I've got uh, lots of other things that I've been doing. Uh, uh, there'll be a little bit. Uh, I'm I'm sort of like I I I literally did so much Godzilla last year that it was nice to get a bit of a break from it and do some other of my science fiction things and and stuff like that. But I got some more Godzilla coming up and uh, and I, I still love it and always will love it. And and uh, you know I, I've been a fan since the day in 1966 when my mother bought me the ideal Godzilla board game. Nice. nice. And this was That's awesome. One of the first pieces of Godzilla merchandising in the United States. And I was so taken with that monster when I saw that cover. I said, oh, my God, I have got to, you know, i got to follow this. And 
from then on, it's kind of been this love affair. So I, I go back a ways with Godzilla, about 50 years now, and um, it's 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 nice to be here. We're we here. We are. We're we're still talking about Godzilla 50 years later, you know. And and uh, that's a credit to him being such a popular character and such a great icon that we all connect with. And and he's strange in a strange land. He's he's all of us. He's all of us when when, when we're sort of like feeling, you know, confused and wondering about the world. You know, he we he he's man he's a creation of man, but he's he's and man uh, you know, wonders why he's there, but he's the creation of man. So there you go. It's sort of a it's an answer to a question. Uh, and uh you know, for me I, I'm um you know, I, I have a I can philosophize heavily about the seriousness of Godzilla, but I also can say, hey, you know, I really like Godzilla versus Megalon, or I really, uh, you know, I really, who wasn't Ichiro in Godzilla's Revenge? We all were. That's what we all were, you know. And and uh, uh, I mean, it's it, he, Godzilla is a concept. He's he's not. Um, I don't look upon him as like there's a mean Godzilla or a, or a good Godzilla. He's just a concept, and 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 you 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 interpret him in different ways, and you can interpret him as this hostile radioactive monster that destroys everything in his path or you can look at him like some he's the balancer of of nature as he was in in the the legendary godzilla picture which i loved by the way i thought it was fabulous and um can't wait to see what they do next time and uh but it i just see godzilla as a concept and that's that's how i view the character and that's and that's how i look upon it and it's a very open way of looking at it and i think that that way creates a lot less worry and a lot less me feeling elated or disappointed. I just feel I just just follow the character. <laughs> well, uh, I'm so glad that you've been following the character. And the last thing I just wanted to say is I'm glad you've been working with Monster Attack Team. Sorry, I'm glad you've been working with Famous Monsters as well yep. because now yep. I have a the perfect excuse to buy a ton of famous monsters t-shirts i have i think i have at least four with your artwork on it oh that's excellent no that's great no that's fun to see them i mean everybody like sees the godzilla versus gamma one they're like oh my god i love that when's that movie coming out well it's not you know um but um it's just fun to do it and uh here i am like i used to collect famous monsters in the 1970s and i remember issue 114 with all of japan's monsters and then of course here i am now doing the covers for them and last year i got a rondo award for the four covers i did uh, i did in 2014 of godzilla so it's all it's all good stuff it's all really it's it, it makes me feel really good and i'm a bit of an oddity in the science fiction field because as you know i'm in the science fiction business and they they kind of look at me like oh what are you into this godzilla stuff for you know it's like it's a guy it's a guy in a rubber suit it's like we know that but it's you know and then when i get into the whole concept of it and tell them that it's you know the whole scientific parables and things like that it, it becomes something else it's, it's every part of science fiction that uh, that uh, you know it's it's all part of myth and lore and ancient uh, it's like it's like studying ancient an ancient dragon but it's also some has a science fiction angle to it dude that is so succinctly put <laughs> well done, sir. Well done. And uh, once again, thank you so much, man, for joining us. And we're going to get off. No the problem, phone. guys. It's, it's awesome to talk. I love it. And uh, stay well. And uh, remember, everybody just remember, you know, just let's see what this new Godzilla looks like from Toho. And, and, and we're going to have Godzilla versus Kong in 2020. And um, we're going to have um, 
a Godzilla 2 coming up, and uh, it's a great time to be a Godzilla fan. Trust me, believe me. There was a, a time when this stuff was like there, you know, you, you didn't see a lot of it, and now it's it's he's become so part of the mainstream and the um, pop culture that uh, I think it's 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 only going to be a good thing for all of us. We're in a good time. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, I think that's a great place to end it. Bob, you have a fantastic rest of your weekend, and we will talk right. to you soon. I'll see you at G-Fest, buddy. Take care, buddy. Okay. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye. And there we go. That was the fantastic Bob Eggleton talking to us. Man, I've been trying to get him on an emergency broadcast for a few years, and the timing yeah. just hasn't worked out. I also thought the timing wasn't going to work out tonight, but hey, <laughs> we got it. We did. <laughs> uh, and I, I think he could absolutely feel the love from the chat room over the <laughs> air airwaves, the phone waves, the internet waves. Man, I have so much work from Bob Eggleton in this house. I have like mm-hmm. all like famous monsters covers yep. and his artwork hanging on the walls. And yeah. when he yeah. was talking about who's afraid of Godzilla and Godzilla likes to roar, I was. <laughs> Very quick to pull those out and, yeah, and yeah. hold them up to you guys. Uh, Bob's a seriously fantastic artist, and I'm so glad that he was able to join us. And uh, that was our last guest for the show. So you know what that means. We've got nothing but giveaways and housekeeping stuff to talk about now. <laughs> and yeah. then pickled ginger, which I'm not afraid of at all. <laughs> yeah, Michael sure, D. who's be. in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rachel knows because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're going to – so the deal is we have a listener who sent in – actually, are you familiar with our pickled ginger segment, Charles? I'm not the pickled ginger. No, that was so new So pickled ginger – we started pickled ginger uh, somewhat recently. Basically, we were doing these – long discussions of these movies and then going right into the news. And I felt we needed a palate cleanser. I got it. So the pickle ginger is a trivia contest, which is completely ridiculous because it's basically like people send me questions and I ask my (laughs) co-hosts and then, um, and then the hilarity generally ensues as they try Uh to answer and get (laughs) Rachel's really competitive. And get them all right. And I win every time. (laughs) Or at least I try to get as many points as possible. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so yeah, so the I never get to ask or I never get to answer the questions because I'm always asking them. So this time Michael Deke sent in a very special 50th anniversary Ultraman pickled ginger set of questions and so I hadn't looked at them and I sent them on to Rachel and she's going to be asking and I get to participate. And mm-hmm. try and not look like a moron. <laughs> <laughs> so do we want to do your trivia question first for prize pack number four? Let's do that last. Or let's do, that do, last let's and do the, the trivia drawing. and the drawing dead last. And so okay. those are the only two things we have to give away, right? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's all we have left. Sweet. So I think what we should do is we should talk about, just to keep the whole pickle ginger thing going on, we should talk about our Daikaiju discussion list. Yes. Yeah. So uh, as listeners know, in 2009, I started the podcast. I want to say in 2010 or 2011, one of those two. That's when I started doing the – oh, it's 2010. I started doing the Daikaiju discussions. That was totally something that was supposed to, like I said, bring in the listeners, and it's been fantastic. I love doing it. Uh, but as it started, I put all these movies into a randomizer and put this list out. And by the time I had mapped it all out, I was like, whoa, this is, list isn't going to end until 2016. I'm set forever. <laughs> and here we are seven freaking years later <laughs> and the list is winding down. Um, so over the, over the course of the 
Daikaiju discussions, we've had people suggest movies that may or may not belong in the Daikaiju discussion list that weren't there beforehand. So I took all uh, took a moment several months ago, I think it was a while ago, and asked the listeners to start sending in their suggestions. What are we missing for our Daikaiju discussions? And so we had a big list. And uh, from my own criteria of what a Daikaiju discussion film includes, we have now taken that list and whittled it down to something a little bit more uh, for for the listeners to enjoy. So uh, I think really at this point, I'm not going to tell you what months they are or when they're coming up because we do still have to randomize this list. But these are sort of the stragglers, yes. <laughs> as I like to yeah. think of them. So what what are the criteria? The criteria – I'm glad you asked. For me, the criteria, Daikaiju is giant monster and kaiju is a Japanese word. And really to me, kaiju only describes – giant monsters from Japan. Okay. Now I've expanded that out to, uh, as we've seen Korea, cause they have several giant monster rubber suit, giant monsters, Pulgasari, uh, mm-hmm. Yongari. Uh, then they also have the host, which I thought was just too fun of a movie to not include it since we were talking about things from, from Korea. Uh, so right now the, it's a little bit in flux, the description, not the description, the definition of a Daikaiju discussion. And that is why we're just going to go through the films that, that have, we have not actually done a Daikaiju discussion yet, but we have determined that we feel that these belong in the first life cycle of the Daikaiju discussions. And that uh, it's, we're going to start things chronologically only for the the reason that that's how it was written down. Yeah. <laughs> so don't be alarmed that the very first movie is actually British. <laughs> we are going to be covering Gorgo oh, yes. on the Daikaiju discussions. Uh, it's a movie very clearly inspired by so much that they actually made their own kaiju film, but like inspired by kaiju films from Japan. Gorgo is actually a really good film and I really enjoy it. And we, I bought the Blu-ray last year and it looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Have you seen any agree. of that? Everybody's yeah. digging it. Cool. Leonard Malton digs it. Leonard yeah. Malton digs <laughs> it. And I think that speaks volumes. <laughs> uh, we are also going to be covering the magic serpent from 1966, which is uh, less of a science fiction mu- movie and more of a fantasy film. And because it's a fantasy film, it kind of doesn't lend itself to the typical kaiju tropes. So it's going to be interesting to cover, but it's also that's a movie from Toei. If you watch the English version of that, you'll actually hear Godzilla's roar and I think Rodan's roar for the hmm. for the dragon and the giant toad that do battle at the end. Spoilers. Sorry about that. But uh, yeah, that's coming up. We're going to watch that movie. Here's a good one. Diagoro versus Goliath or Goliath. Goliath, I I don't know how you actually say that. I don't know how the Japanese say it. I'm going to have to find out. But uh, wow. Now that's a movie. You familiar familiar with that one? Not at all. Imagine a gigantic anthropomorphic hippo. (laughs) That's what Diagoro kind of looks like. (laughs) And then he fights another monster. I don't even know how to describe the other monster, but – I haven't, I actually, that's one that I have never seen the full movie. That's of. why I'm excited. I've always seen pictures from it. And uh, being a 70s Toho movie, I was always like, what is this? So I'm excited. That's cool. Yeah. Well, we're definitely, definitely going to be watching that one. That one, I mean, as far, like, when I knew that we were running out of movies, 
that one was early on the list. I didn't need anybody to suggest that to yeah. me. Like that's absolutely going on. Some of these movies are very hard to find, by the way. So uh, if you don't have them, hopefully we're not going to ruin the movie for you by <laughs> telling you all this stuff. But we're also – I remember after we did King Kong Escapes, during that discussion, The Last Dinosaur came up, another yes. another yeah. co-production with Japan. So we're adding The Last Dinosaur to the list and I was somewhat hesitant to do it, but we're also adding Legend of the Dinosaur and Monster Birds from yep. 1977. That will be added to the list. <laughs> I've seen that movie. That's going to be an interesting one. <laughs> uh, it's sort of – I think – I feel like that movie skews way further into like adult horror movie type fare than hmm. – have you seen – that one you Man, haven't it's seen been that, so right? long when you said that i was like really it does well i mean it's not that it's really scary but I, yeah uh, the vibe that i got from it was much more like a horror film than a kaiju film hmm. but it's i think it's got you know kaiju in it what's the chat room saying right now rachel um they they're mostly talking about last dinosaur okay nice. well that's cool. <laughs> everybody's excited about that <laughs> all right well yeah the, yeah so maybe we won't put that in We'll see. Legend of Dinosaurs and Bird. I know birds. one person did say they they did want it before we mentioned it. Okay. So, well, I think it's going on there. Yeah. Regardless of its rating, it's going yeah. on there. Uh, this one is a little bit of a hard pill to swallow, but we are doing we are going to do it because we did Yongari, we did Polgasari, and we did the host, and we are going to do another Korean movie after this one too. We are doing. Reptilian from 1999, which is the, <laughs> from what I understand, the equivalent of Korea saying, Hey, that Godzilla 1998 film is awesome. Let's do our own version. Sort of a remake of Yongari. Yeah. I don't know, man, but we're going to be doing that. <laughs> I, oh, I look, people <laughs> are really eating that up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's possible that I have a VHS screener of that in a box at home. Ooh. Oh, my word. That's what we should watch. Wow. <laughs> it's possible that by the time we actually get to that movie, there might be some good sort of pre-production information about it. There's somebody, I don't remember who, so apologies, listeners, but there's somebody out there who's actually working on sort of like an independent documentary about oh, cool. the production of of Yongari, or not Yongari, but of Reptilian. Wow. And uh, I don't know the status of it. I really haven't been keeping track because it's like trying to get excited for something that's about the behind the scenes stuff to a movie you've never seen is less, <laughs> less interesting to me. Yeah. Uh, but moving along, we are also going to be adding – Deep Sea Monster Riega to the list. That is Shinpei Hayashia's independent film. And we're going to add uh, Riego, the Deep Sea Monster versus Battleship Yamato, the sort of follow-up somewhat sequel to that movie. Uh, we will be adding, the going back to Korea, Dragon Wars, D-War, that uh, yeah, people are stoked about that. We had several people mention it before you even said it. Oh, they should. So yeah, people would be like, I actually, "I'd be down for that." I yeah. enjoy it. I mean, it's kind of cheesy and it's got some dumb stuff in it, and it's weird that they've hired American actors to yeah. be in it. But to be honest, if if that movie was sort of like uh, the I don't want to say like the American equivalent to what the Godzilla film was, man, how do I even say this? Uh, if the American Godzilla film had been like that film, like Dragon Wars, I would have been happy with it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, it's enough of a kaiju film 
to give me the thrills of watching giant monsters destroy stuff. But it's got enough weird things in there that that make up for it. <laughs> I think we'll, yeah. we'll elicit some interesting conversation about it. Uh, let's see. What else do we have on this list? Oh, an American production. We're going to do Cloverfield, actually. Wow. Yes. Nice. It you was know. brought up earlier in, in the chat room um, when, when – um, who was talking about Shaky Cam? Was that Bob? Bob, yeah. Bob was yeah. talking yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, so I think some mixed reviews. I think uh, I like Cloverfield a lot. And yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one to talk yeah. about. I, so. I love the mixed reviews. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. hearing yeah. positive and negative comments. So bring it on, listeners. Yeah. Cloverfield is on the list. Uh, at some point, we're going to do Troll Hunter. Which is a 2010 yes. film. It's not really kaiju, but uh, I think it's just going to be fun. I yeah. think that's going to be a fun. It's one. a great movie. A great, great film. I I think I watched it as soon as it was available here mm-hmm. to watch in the states, and I was pretty blown away by how how well it came across. Uh, we are also. I'm not sure how we're going to really tackle this, but we're going to watch Demi King, which is a kaiju movie that's not a kaiju movie. Um, but I think what we might do is pair that with Gehara, the dark, the dark <laughs> and long haired monster, which is a fantastic film, but it's only like 20 minutes. Lots of love for Troll Hunter, by the way. Good. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah, man. So those are, that's our Daikaiju discussion, uh, list. And so, I mean, how do you guys feel about the list? I think it's awesome. I think yeah. it's important to, you're probably going to say this, but important to note that there's a lot of films, that, especially ones that people, that people are throwing out in the chat room, that we're going to incorporate into the reboot of yes. the Daikaiju discussions. Yeah, yeah we so, had a big, much bigger yeah. list that we whittled down. And so, I don't know how to really describe this, so it's going to come across in audio, so hopefully this works out, but... Think of our current way of doing Daikaiju discussions as sort of like version one. And when we reboot the discussion list, we completely restructure it. I want the format to change. Um, I've got some ideas that I can't talk about because they're not really, you know, set in stone or at least firm enough to really share. But in the future, I'm really hoping that the Daikaiju discussions can become even more interactive with the listeners. And in addition to that, we can give some more actual information and anecdotes from the productions of each of these films. So here's how the rest of the current iteration of Daikaiju discussions are, are going to go. Uh, what is we're in J- January. It's almost February. We have, I think four more months of, of movies. Then we're going to tack on these 12 or 13 films, extending the Daikaiju discussion out. However many months that is. And then once that's over, however many months are left in the year, like let's say this is 13 titles, let's say, so six months from now would be August, I think. <laughs> so uh, if our list, we if we need to start adding these, right? So this is 13 films that takes us to basically August, our current list takes us to August, 2016. This would then take us to about July or August of 2017. Then the remaining seven months, this sounds so complicated when I say it out loud, but it totally makes, <laughs> it makes sense, sense to me. To me yeah. <laughs> the remaining seven months, what we're going to do is sort of a best of, or for people who weren't listening to the Kaiju cast back in 2010 that missed out on things like Godzilla Final Wars, uh, et cetera, the things that we did in the first year and so forth, we're going to ask the listeners, what do they want a chance to redo? Mm-hmm. in the same format. And then we're basically going to have a version two of that movie 
we'll, we'll, you know, we'll put up a poll or something like that. We'll, we'll figure out which ones are sort of the most popular ones. Don't start blurting them out in the chat room now because <laughs> we're not going to pay attention and save that information for future use. But the idea is then to take us and fill out the rest of that year. So if it's seven months, we'll have seven movies we pick. And then whatever that takes us to, like, let's say 2018. Earn wants drunken commentary on everything. <laughs> Earn wants drunken everything on everything. <laughs> uh, we're going to be doing uh, a complete restructure of the Daikaiju discussion, probably giving it a new name and stuff too. So I'm really excited about that. I'm looking forward to how that's going to go. And uh, I hope you guys are going to stick around for the journey because that should be a lot of fun to me. Well, I look forward to following along on this list. There's a lot of stuff I've not seen there. so A lot of stuff I haven't seen either because this is what I was saying. Like these are the stragglers. These are the movies that most of them I don't – I haven't already owned or I've recently acquired them. Like Legends of Dinosaur Monster mm-hmm. Birds or yeah. whatever the title is for that movie. I, I got that recently and then I watched it. And I was like, hmm, okay. And I just put it aside. <laughs> so we'll see if that comes back to bite me in the ass on, <laughs> on the discussion list. Uh, but we will go ahead and move along to our next segment. Rachel, are you familiar with what comes after the Daikaiju discussions? Yes. Good. I thought you might be. Okay. I'm minimizing everything now because I can't look at the chat room. I can't look at anything. I got to completely sequester myself from any hints. I'm the only one looking at the chat room now. So everybody feel free to uh, shout out your answers and show up. (laughs) The team here. Oh, boy. Oh, Oh, yeah. 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 You should do it. I I do want to say one more time. I'm, I'm, bummed that Dave isn't here because he has watched more Ultraman stuff than I have. <laughs> right? Uh, Michael, Mike, or Michael, I don't, do you go by Michael? Answer, you can answer in the chat room. Uh, just, <laughs> Michael, Michael. Michael Deke. Uh, <laughs> uh, he said yes. So uh, go by Michael. Okay, <laughs> okay Michael. Uh, Michael uh, said to cue the Rocky theme. So if you want to go ahead and uh, yeah, we're better at me. Or did he mean Eye of the Tiger? They're loving it. They're loving it. Okay. All right. Um. So question number one. Are you guys ready? I'm ready. Let's do this. Ready? Okay. Everybody's okay. And. Oh, Charles, you haven't done it before. No, so Charles has just, never participated. Yeah. I try to make up rules all the time, but feel free to just blurt out your answer. <laughs> yes. You're confident yeah, I am going so. to have an answer. Right. Yeah. This is, you can guess. Yeah. It's okay. Oh, I will. Um, yeah. You're <laughs> yeah. going to need to on some of these, I think. <laughs> We're about to be embarrassed horribly. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for the chat room to... um to totally make you guys feel really, really lame. The <laughs> best, the best possible response is like, "Why are these idiots running a Godzilla?" Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. This is um, Michael Sennon ultra themed uh, pickle ginger. Yeah, to celebrate so, the fiftieth anniversary yeah, of Ultraman, awesome. and Ultra Q, and Super IS um, Ultra Productions. So they can use that excuse, I guess. For sure. Why you yeah. Guys, yeah. You know, yeah. Um, all right. Number one. Throughout the 28 episodes of Ultra Q, only one kaiju battle took place. Which episode did it occur in, and which two kaiju were involved? Episode 1, Gomez and Litra. He got it! Oh! (laughs) 
Nice. All right. Kyle is winning. <laughs> and, uh, How are you going to keep scoring? Yeah. Yeah. The, 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 people are impressed. People are applauding for you. Thank uh, you, virtually, thank you, thank you. And, yeah. If I had a soundboard, this oh. is where I'd play the applause. Um, <laughs> he wins the listeners' love. That's what it is. People were wondering what you win. That's yeah, yeah, oh yeah, adulation. Yeah, yeah. Golf, <laughs> the got best some golf prize. clap going. Ooh, yeah. golf claps. Yeah, I like it. yeah, I like that. Uh, you, what was it? What I was you? just gonna say the everyone's ad, adulation is the best prize that has That's been right. on the show today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it exactly. fuels me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. Number two in the recent released, recently released manga. What is the name of Shin Hayata's son? Crumbum. Crumbum. No. <laughs> uh, I can't remember. Fuji. I'm gonna say. Ooh, Ichiro. I think I think somebody uh kind of yeah pretty much got it on. But that's the chat room. I know. On the chat, I know. I know. I'm making you feel dumb. (laughs) That's the goal here. You just keep looking at the chat room while I turn around. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's gonna look it up in the actual. Michael, I think that's cheating if you put the answer on the chat room. (laughs) Well, nobody wins. (laughs) I know. No one wins in the chat room. We're just you're just playing for fun. Uh, I, think, I, I will. I will say. I unfortunately don't know the answer to this question, but okay. I have read the the comic. I okay. did buy the Viz release, and I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed the different approach to Ultraman. So hopefully that's the correct answer. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, they're excited that they stumped you. Yeah. Okay. I'm not All surprised, right. but you can go ahead and tell me the answer. Okay, the answer. Shinjiro. Shinjiro. So it's like Shin Junior. Like yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Kind of cute. Totally like a shame that I didn't know that. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay. Not really. Ashamed. Um. <laughs> all right. Shin sandwich. I like that. Nice. Okay. Sorry. Shin Distra- I get distracted by this chat room miscellaneous craziness. Um. Okay. Number three. With his ultra eye stolen, Dan Moriboshi. Ultra Seven for those that you don't know. Yeah. Uh, sends out which capsule kaiju to fight the space monster Ella King in episode three of Ultra Seven? Meekless. Ho ho. He gets it. He gets it. (laughs) I have at least seen the first three episodes of Ultra Seven. Nice. (laughs) Nice. And I was going to say, you haven't even finished the show. No. Yeah. All right. Good thing it was an early episode question. Michael. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Michael is taking it easy on me when it comes to Ultra Seven. I guess so. I guess so. I Um, remembered the episode, but uh, my brain was working overtime for the answer. Couldn't get it. mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Those pocket monsters are interesting to me, right? It's cool. So, it's like, a cool idea. the pocket monster idea is—I mean, I'm assuming it originated with Ultra Seven. <laughs> I wasn't really prepared for it the first time he pulled the monster out and mm-hmm. threw it. I was really confused as to what was happening because I wasn't prepared. Like, yeah. I had seen Meekless, right? So, I haven't watched Ultra Seven in its entirety. I just started watching it when Shout Factory released the DVD set, and so. I was like, oh, there you go. That's that that's that monster I always see on Yahoo Japan. <laughs> and uh but then the whole thing where he's got like, what is it, like three or four monsters that he yeah, can just call at his, yeah. at his whim. It's pretty great. I wish I had those. Yes. Yeah. Yes. To to call revenge on your enemies? Is that why? Exactly. Okay. Yes. Um, that should be why. Yeah. She's constantly getting revenge. It's really on just her to enemies. hang out with them. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um what's all the right. next question? Number four. 
Or should I just relax now that I'm obviously winning? <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. You, you could get overruled here. Um, sometimes too cocky. I could say a, a question was worth 10 points. I could do that if I wanted because you gave me control. I did give so, you yeah. full control. And over I'm going to go crazy with segment. it. I'm going to go crazy with it. <laughs> mad with oh, power. Mad. Yeah. Okay. All right. In episode 37 of Ultraman. Okay. Oh, I don't know how to say this one's name. I feel so embarrassed. I've never... Okay. Geronimon? Geronimon, okay. Geronimon, okay. Revives Dorako? Dorako. okay. And Telestan. Uh-huh. However, these were originally supposed to be which two kaiju? Ooh. Ooh. That's a good question. Hmm. Mm, I don't. If you need a hint, know. I will give you, you know, a hint. Sometimes I give you guys hints, so I would. But the appreciate hint, one. one of the hints, um, is only if you know me. So Charles, you're at less of an advantage because you don't know unless. And I've been heard. doing so well so far. I know, I know. You're so close <laughs> to winning that now you're at a slight disadvantage. Um, one of the kaiju I have a real big hatred for. Oh, I know it. I know one of them. Okay. Red, Red, Red King. King. Yeah, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then the other one, I'm going to give you a weird hint. It remind the, the kaiju that the Godzilla like monster and Night of the Fire Beast fights reminds me of this monster. So you got to be in my head for this one. That's not a for good this clue. Hint. It is a really good hint. <laughs> it's a really good hint. If you're in my head, it's a great hint. And. So it's an, ultra, it's an Ultraman monster, right? It is an Ultraman okay, monster. Okay, so two it's Ultraman actually, monsters really, that were supposed to be in this a, episode that they weren't, It's right? a frequent monster. It's in the show a lot. Or at least you you have seen this monster several times. You definitely know this monster. And it starts with a G. Uh, uh, is it Garamon? No. No, okay. It has a horn on its <laughs> face. <laughs> Uh, I'm not turning around. Oh man, the, the, the listeners are like way out. Did you guys like a long time yeah. ago? Okay, it's Gamora. It's Gamora. Oh, okay. It's Gamora. I'm so disappointed. Gamora. I can't. I don't have a Gamora figure yet. So, so. Really? I, I, yeah. I was trying soon, to think. Soon. I actually was kind of looking around a little bit. And I, I was like, I don't think you have around, yeah. a Gamora. No Gamora yet. I almost said I think you have one, but I don't think you do. Um. Okay. So we okay. lost. All right. I lost. Lo- lost horribly. Well, actually, terribly. technically. Brian and I both guessed Red King, so that's half a point. Yeah. So, oh, sorry. Don't let me tell you how to run your game. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Yeah. So I guess I guess Kyle. I guess I guess Brian and Kyle tie for half a point on Red King because you both said it. I'm still I, kicking your so, ass. Too. I, <laughs> I pretty much feel like a winner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The Rocky theme did a lot. <laughs> yeah. So I think I think yeah, Michael the uh creator of the questions agrees. Half a point for each. Okay. So, yeah. Splendid. Yeah. Uh okay. I'm surprised people are still listening. <laughs> I know. I, I, if I were me, I'd shut it off. Yeah. Um If right. I were They're me. Saying, come on. <laughs> if I were me, I'd shut it off. I'd be flipping tables everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh quick question from listener. Quick what were the names of those Daimajin diorama things? Uh, they're from Eugen, and I'm not sure what the names of the dioramas are, but they're cool. Yeah, so just, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you'll like them, whoever's winning, winning them. Unless you don't like Daimajin, in that yeah, case, then, I don't right. really care what your answer Fine. is. Yeah. Give it away. That's um, the wrong answer if you don't like Daimajin films. Yeah. 
Okay. Okay. Number five. What happened at the end of episode 15 of Ultra Q? The credits rolled. Uh, <laughs> and it went. Pretty sure that's the one where Charles Barkley dunked on everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah see, the problem is I don't know the episode numbers. So yeah. episode yeah, 15 so of Ultra Q. What why don't at I the say, end? why don't I give you this part of the answer? Okay. What did I'm going to create my own question out of the answer? What did Caneos Caneos parents turn into? Oh, Conagon. <laughs> uh, yes, they each turned into Conagon. Yeah, so that's, that's what right. happened at the end of episode 15. I should have known that. Yeah, uh, but it's the, hard the with problem numbers. Is you can't give it. The, you can't give it the title of the episode because it's Conagon's cocoon. Oh, yeah, that would give it away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. But I appreciate the Ultra Q question, absolutely. And this is where I admit I've never watched Ultra Q. Hey, man. We you know, or everybody's got to start somewhere. Yeah. Or Ultra 7. Yeah. Or other than clips of Ultraman in general. Oh, yeah. you haven't seen the first show. I've even. never. Yeah, I've never wow. watched entire episodes. You know All what, right. man? You're in good hands because we're going to make sure <laughs> yeah, that we're going to make sure that happens. Get a copy of that stuff. <laughs> Some, and, somehow uh, I missed out on all the, the more of the TV series stuff I missed out so on. So have you never seen Pigmon in anything? I don't think so. Oh. <gasps> She's losing it. Oh, what's oh a, my word! Yeah. We need to well, remedy this. And that brings up a, a a thing we've all discussed: is uh, we would like to see an Ultraman podcast. Oh, yes, so, yeah, indeed. Yeah, yes, indeed. somebody start one, please. Why has no one started an Ultraman podcast? We listeners? want to hear that. Yeah. Now, Brian, you did mention Charles Barkley a minute ago, and I have to do admit it, I have a Charles Barkley versus Godzilla poster still. Yes, nice. I have the yes. comic. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Uh, the, the the listeners understand. They said I'm going to faint. That uh, I'm going to go She Hulk. There's lots of lots of options for me right now. So okay. yeah, reactions. Um, all right, back to the questions. Number six in okay. episode sixteen of Ultraman, the Baltans temporarily inhabited inhabited this planet after their initial defeat and the hand in in the hands of Ultraman in episode two. Planet X. Nope. Jupiter. Nope. Mars. Nope. Hint. Pirates. I don't know how that's a hint, but apparently it is. It's written. Hint. What's the uh, planet that the Ice Pirates are from in the Ice Pirates movie? Ooh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Congr- that's the first reference to that movie on this show. <clears throat> oh, gosh, Michael. That's hilarious. He just explained his hint. Mm. Well, I'm not looking at the hint, so okay. Is it a, is it a plant like a legit planet? It no, it's not like a planet in our solar system. Oh, if that's okay. what you're referring to. Voltania. Uh, no, it's it's planet R. Uh, uh, R. So for the listeners that don't get it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I like it. <laughs> nice. No, no, no. It's cool. Uh, I, it's it's definitely something I never would have known. <laughs> okay. Uh, in episode eight of Ultra Seven, Metron. I'm so terrible at pronouncing this. Sajin? Sajin? Sajin. Metron Sajin. Okay. Hides his mind altering red oh. spaced seeds inside what? Cigarettes. You're right. You didn't oh, even need right. the hint. The <sighs> hint was it's a bad habit. Sweet. Nice. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Brian gets a full fledged point. And there's your public service <laughs> announcement for today. And and my eyes went wide and I was like, I know an answer here. Yes. <laughs> All right. Okay. What two Godzilla suits 
were reused to create Jurassic for episode 10 of Ultraman. Uh, that would be the ultra uh, the 1966 suit and the or sorry the 1965 suit and the 1964 suit. Uh, and bonus for anyone who can name which one was the body and which one was the head. Mosugoji was the body, and uh, Daisenso Goji was the head. I hope that's correct because the answer is not written down. For that <laughs> <bonus point. laughs> yeah, it's okay. I so, think I got that. Cool. Yeah, people said you aced it. So. Yeah. yeah. So I guess you're right. It's because it's Godzilla involved. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's correct. Okay. Uh, all right. The ultimate question. It's not the last one, though. But this one's a very important question. Uh, how do you distinguish Garamon from Pigmon other than their size? Uh, Garamon has a little emblem on his chest. That's right. And Pigmon has a little pink balloon attached to his back. <laughs> Sometimes. Yeah. Well, got it. Okay. Is With, there another question? Oh there, my gosh. Okay. There's, there's a total of 12 questions and we're on number 10. Okay. You okay. ready for this? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm totally right. ready for this. Okay. I'm kicking everyone's ass. Yeah. Yes, I'm well, you know, yeah. I, I did. People have pointed out that you won. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I win in life. <laughs> so, um, ten points for this question. Okay. Okay. Gulp. All right. <laughs> which Ultra Seven enemy was named after screenwriter Tetsuo Kinjo? King Joe. You're right. Oh, dude. Oh, nice. nice. Very nice very I was nice. gonna say. Yeah. The hint is say his last name ten times fast. Yeah. <laughs> very cool. Kinjo. Kinjo. Oh, that was yeah. worth ten points, dude. Yeah. So, oh, you're winning. I think that's you're winning, that, or you're tied. It, that doesn't. I don't feel know. Fair. That was question ten. <laughs> you had nine. What do you have? Nine and a half points. Eight I half? was about to celebrate. Then I was like, it doesn't. Doesn't. Matter. Okay. <clears throat> All right. In episode thirty-four of Ultraman, Hayata pulls what what out of his uniform instead of the beta capsule? A spoon. You're right. Nice. Yes. I actually have a little Hayata figure where he's holding up the Beto capsule and his hand comes off and you can switch it with a hand that's got a spoon in it. Oh, uh, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael thought he was going to get me on the uh, Pigmon question. So, But no but way, anyway. man. Yeah, I know. I know. Rachel's Pigmon knowledge is absolute. Yep. <laughs> uh in the final, okay, this is the final question, by the way. Okay. So it's appropriate that this is in the final episode. Okay. How did Zeton defeat Ultraman? Uh, he beat him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was a lot of, a lot of noises and flashing lights and. Hmm. Yeah. That's very close to the answer, we'll say. I, uh, <laughs> I can't remember the Zeton exactly absorbed. I was, I was, I didn't get it yeah. when I watched the episode because I had tears in my eyes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. You, you might get half a point for that. <laughs> Zeton absorbed Ultraman's specium ray. Specium ray? Specium ray. Specium ray. I don't know how you say and, that, actually. I don't yeah. either. And reversed it so we that should it- should just change it to specium ray. Specium ray. <laughs> it's a hard scene. I like it. <laughs> And right, you get a pity point. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, um, uh, he absorbed Ultraman's specium ray and <laughs> reversed it so that it hit Ultraman in his color timer. Oh, right. Yeah, that sounds vaguely familiar. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, bonus question: What is the name of Ultraman's superior officer? Oh, Zafi. Oh, you, you got it. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> I would have actually right. had that one, but Brian was faster on the draw. That's what a normal pickle, pickle ginger <laughs> response should be. Yeah. <laughs> I was totally sitting on my laurels, going, oh, "I know this." <laughs> oh. Brian just won. <laughs> All right. Well, listeners, who wins? Is it Brian or Kyle? Uh, I think it should be Kyle. He got more answers, I think. Right? That's definitely the correct answer. As the person who runs this podcast, that's the correct <laughs> ah, answer. I win. Oh, it's me. I'm Rachel sorry, guys. Wins. I won. Oh, they game, said it. Yeah. No, so. crooked. Seriously, yeah. as nervous as I was about answering Ultraman-related questions, that was a ton of fun. Thank you that very much, Michael, for submitting those. That was Yeah, cool. that was good. We'll have to – you know what we should do? is we should switch up the way we do pickled ginger so that maybe I'll have it sent to its own email. I don't know. I'll figure all this out later. And then like, we could just check it during rotate. the show. And yeah. Doing just, them. Yeah. yeah. That'd be fun. Be kind of cool. Be kind of mm. cool. Mm-hmm. Awesome. That was so rad. Thank you so much, Michael. And I think we're approaching rapidly approaching the end of this nearly three hour program. <laughs> so uh, I think what we're going to do is we're going to do the next drawing. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, do you want to do the drawing and yeah. then the prize pack or the prize pack and then the drawing? Let's do the drawing first, and then we'll do the prize pack, and then okay. we'll close out the show. Cool. So actually, I got a question for the listeners uh, while we get this ready. If uh, So you, Rachel, should get your Pigmon drawing box ready. So a question for the listeners, what should we play at the end of the show? Because I did not pick out music to – oh, yes, I did. Sorry. We'll play two songs at the end of the show. Sorry. That's how we do things when I, you have to do a live – <laughs> a lot of backtracking yeah. <laughs> anyway yeah so if listeners you have something you want to hear as we close out the show let me know and then maybe we'll add it in there but uh for now we're going to do a drawing and now i also mentioned that x plus donated stuff to the show they actually donated two figures to our last emergency broadcast but we only gave away one and i thought throughout 2015 we would have another opportunity to give away the second figure Especially because this is such a rad figure. Uh, But we didn't. We never actually brought it to any of our events that we were giving things away at. So we've still had this X-Plus figure here for quite some time. This is the 1989 Godzilla vs. Biollante figure that was sculpted by Yuji Sakai. But it is the Rick exclusive that has the light-up fins. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So we're going to do a drawing for that and the lucky winner pulled from the box of this beautiful okay. oh, pig I've, I've picked another one here. Brian, you pick this one. You uh, reach your hand into Pigmon's mouth. Does Pigmon bite? So Pigmon does ah. not bite because he's a friendly <laughs> monster. All right. The winner is Scott Turk. Scott Turk. All right, Scott. Congratulations on winning this beautiful 1989 Yuji Sakai sculpted X plus Godzilla figure with the mm. light up fins. I will get that sent out to you. Quite soon. And then I think that just leaves one last thing we need to do, which is my trivia question. That's right. Dun, dun, dun. This is for prize pack number four. So what is in prize pack number four since we're- To uh, remind everybody. Hinting this as the last last giant thing we're doing in this particular episode. What is in prize pack number four? Prize pack number four is that is uh, the wonderful drawing by Kyle. Oh, my Shikishi board drawing. Exactly. It's good. I feel like that should have been given away earlier in the show (laughs) when the prizes aren't as as fun. Uh, And then what else does that include? 
Um, it's also got that Daimijin model. Oh, the Eugen Daimijin figure. We've got the Kitagawa autograph. Oh, in that one. autograph yeah. from Tom Kitagawa, mm-hmm. suit actor from the the uh, Millennium series. Excuse me. And we have those mini mates with that uh, removable yes. fire breath awesome. on the Godzilla. And then, of course, mm-hmm. some uh, Kaiju Core stuff. And uh, like I said at the top of the show, every prize pack gets a Kadoja issue one from Rose City Comic Con. And uh, yeah, I pretty much guarantee when you open these boxes, you're not going to be disappointed. You're going to be pretty psyched. <laughs> yeah. All right. So here's my question. Are the listeners ready in the chat room, Rachel? I'm I'm wondering. Um, is everybody ready? Let's see. <laughs> yes, yes, no, ready, yes, no, yes, yes. Okay. I mean. The, yeah, yeah, I don't really care if they're ready or ready. not. They just have to be listening. Bring it. <laughs> okay. The first episode of Space Giants, a.k.a. Magmatashi, features a giant monster named Aron. This monster was originally used in a short-lived television series written by Shinichi Sekizawa, what is the name of that television show? I will accept the Japanese or English language title. And if anybody it, needs to hear it again, the first episode of Space Giants features a giant monster named Aron. This monster was originally used in a short-lived television series written by Shinichi Sekizawa. Let's see. What is the name of that television show? And I will accept either the Japanese or the English language. And do you want the full name? I want or the do you... full name, Okay. Yeah. Not the name of the monster, the name of the show. It is... Oh, Mike Keller got it. I was going to say Mike Keller, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was trying to scroll the to make sure. The correct answer is Aegon the Atomic Dragon. I also would have, not like I expected anybody to do it, but I also would have accepted uh, Maburoshi no Daikaiju Aegon or Giant Phantom Monster Aegon. So congratulations, Mike Keller. And uh, make sure to send me an email with your name, address, etc., and I will get that sent out to you, prize pack number four. Oh my gosh. That's it. We did it. Sweet. We did the emergency broadcast. Uh, so I'm assuming all the listeners had a really good time hearing everything in the show, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm assuming that they're all going to love their prizes. And we probably like- changed some lives. I'm sure we changed yeah. some lives. Mm-hmm, no doubt. <laughs> Charles, this is his debut episode. I hope everybody is welcoming him in the uh, in the chat room. This is your cue to do it right now so that Rachel can actually read some of those things to welcome Charles to the Kaiju cast uh, before we close off the <laughs> close out the show. Oh, you know what? I didn't actually. Someone said don't end the live show. Sure. Let's just hang out. All right. I've asked these people to be here for actually Rachel and Brian got here at like 11 yeah. this, uh, this morning. So they've been hanging out with me for a long time. Wow. Uh, so what about this before we close out the show or I see some questions in the chat room. Are there any, any specifics? Okay. Let's see here. People think that Charles rules. Um, everybody's Sweet. excited to meet you and hear more about your job. And I'm not getting any questions. Okay. Oh, here. Uh, will be. Will we watch Ultraman Mebius? Ah. Okay. Mebius. So here's the deal with Ultraman, because this is the 50th anniversary of Ultraman uh, this year and Ultra Q. What we are planning on doing is we're going to have a little powwow here in the uh, KaijuCast War Room, where I ask people to choose their favorite, be- meaning my co-hosts, to choose their favorite Ultra. Q monster. And then we're going to watch those episodes and then we're going to have an encapsulated 
summer kind of sort of Daikaiju discussion where we basically just talk about some specific episodes of Ultra Q. Then we'll do that later on in the year for Ultraman. And I think we might actually start doing that to some shows like Space Giants, maybe Johnny Sacco. Zone Fighter. Zone Fighter, stuff like that, you know, just to get, you know, more, more show related stuff in here. Cause we're always talking about the movies and, yeah. and not so much about the shows. So, uh, that's the plan as it stands right now. Kyle, what days are you going to be at monster mania in March? Uh, I think I'm going to be there all th- two or three days. I think I arrive on Friday and I leave Monday. Did you build the Estadio Olimpico? Yes, I did build the Estadio right. Olimpico. I don't know what that is. I don't either. Is Charles in charge? <laughs> <laughs> nice, Andy. In- indeed. If he's not, if he's not, I want Charles in charge of me. <laughs> nice. Uh, what kind of order is the new Daikaiju discussions going to be in? When we release random theme. Uh, when we reboot it, like, so after we, all the stuff we talked about <laughs> tonight, right? So after that stuff and we go into the next iteration of the Daikaiju discussions, it's going to be an absolute chronicle order, chronological order. See, chronicle. this is why I actually need to end the show because my brain has Speckman, stopped working. Speckman, uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, so we're going to go in absolute chronological order. So, and if the movie is so much different than its original Japanese release, we're also going to cover that. So, for example, cool. we are going to cover Gojira. And in another episode later on, we're going to cover Godzilla King of the Monsters. Mm-hmm. So, there cool. you go. That is it. Ha- someone's asking how we will watch Zone Fighter. Probably uh, illegally, unfortunately, yeah. <laughs> because it's just never been released here in yeah. the States. And I don't own the Japanese DVDs. <laughs> I have them. I have the DVDs. Well, I don't have the DVDs, but I have the episodes. Yeah, so. I have some of them. We'll have to figure out what we got. But anyway, that's uh, that's it. Do we need to answer any more questions? Um, Let's see here. Will we get caught up on the lore of uh, – Michael asked, will you guys watch Ultraman Mebius and get caught up on the lore? Maybe, Man, it's a lot. But maybe, but it'd be sweet. Michael – Specifically you, sir. I've heard your voice. You have a decent podcast voice. If you aren't starting the Ultraman podcast by the end of next year, we're going to have words. Nice. And those words are not going to be pleasant. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I am saying that you should start an Ultraman podcast. Somebody who has the knowledge needs to do it because I can't start an Ultraman podcast. I don't know Jack about Ultraman. I don't know about Ultraman Jack. Oh, you knew enough to make ah. that joke. Zing. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Dork alert. Does Barry Manilow know you raid his wardrobe? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's from a lovely, that's a, is that a Ghostbusters quote? Breakfast I'm trying club. to remember, breakfast it was a breakfast club. Right? Yeah, club. Yeah. Okay, I was trying to remember where that's from. <laughs> I was thinking it was the EPA guy and it was Bill Murray. Anyway. Uh, any Kaiju Core stuff available in the future? Mm, at shows, when I table at shows. Thanks. Ooh, it's almost dead. Yeah. When I table it shows, I'll have stuff to sell. But for the most part, I pretty much, uh, you know, actually, if I could find a way to simply sell things online where I didn't have to deal with the shipping, we've talked about that before, without yeah. trying to, you know, wrangle listeners or uh, my my helper monkeys here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> you know, it's actually, 
shoot, you know, one of the things I wanted to do today was to announce the opening of the Redbubble, the KaijuCast Redbubble store. Oh, yeah. So um, I know this is kind of lame that it's we don't actually have a link to put right now in the actual chat so that people can go and buy stuff. But I started a Redbubble store. Um, so that means I don't have to actually produce the items personally and send them out. Redbubble will do that for you. I'll have a link in the show notes to that store, though, especially when I get it figured out. We're going to put some interesting items up there. Rachel has a yes. shirt she's going to buy immediately, exactly. I'm sure. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. this would be a, a kind of a cool opportunity for one-off things that, you know, if somebody doesn't buy it, if nobody buys it, it's not going to be a big deal, you know, because that's the big issue with creating stuff for your podcast or for your own personal project is like, oh, okay, if I go through a company, I have to order at least 50 shirts. Am I going to be able to sell those 50 shirts? Probably not in a timely fashion. So uh, being able to just rely on a an on-demand printing company like Redbubble is going to be pretty cool. Anything you can talk about concerning G-Fest plans? Uh, yes, G-Fest plans, to be perfectly honest. I have not put together much in the way of G-Fest plans because last year I was running around like a crazy person and I don't want to do that this year. So I'm going to be on Keith Foster's panel where we're doing the Marvel comics or the Godzilla comics. I can't remember exactly which ones we're going to do. Uh, where we basically do a dramatic read of them. Nice. If you have not watched that, by the way, or <laughs> listened to it, you're sorely missing out because you get to hear me do voices, Keith Foster do voices, and Stephen Schilling do voices, including Godzilla's roar in the actual <laughs> nice. in the actual Marvel <laughs> comics. So it's like, <laughs> are you doing a listener party at G Fest? Hell yeah, absolutely going to do a listener party. Nice. Did Toho ever consider doing a 3D film? That's not something that I would have talked to Toho about, but <laughs> mm. I know that at one point there was a Godzilla 3D film in development. Uh, actually, I think two were in development. Yeah, there was an American one there was in development. A, but there was yeah. an early one, right? Like mm-hmm. from the 80s. And then Yoshimitsu Bano was going to do a 3D film, I think, for IMAX yeah. with, when he was trying – recently to shop that around. And then of course he got pulled into the legendary pictures thing. I'm just rambling now, but keep going. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, A tree falls over in the road over the Palisades Parkway. How many men are dispatched to get that tree off the highway? Uh, If it's in when, where is it? Oh, the Palisades Parkway. Parkway. I don't know where that is. That's Greg. (laughs) He knows the answer to that better than I do. (laughs) Anyway, I I think this is a good place for us to wrap up the show. Um, so earlier, I mentioned something about uh, about our good friend John DeSantis and the concert that he conducted, right? You guys remember me talking about that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Well, we played the Battle in Outer Space theme, which was just fantastic and really, really – it makes me very happy <laughs> to – sorry. One second. Stall for time, you guys. Okay. <laughs> We're very excited about this. You know, was that good stalling? <laughs> that, was, that was really good. That was yeah. the best stalling really ever. Stalling. That was really yeah. good, man. You're it's welcome. almost as if you professionally do that for yeah. a living. It's That's right. not exactly true. But uh, anyway, so John sent me a second track. And what we're going to do is we're literally going to end the podcast with this track. I would first, before we like fire things off, I'd love to say thank you to Charles for showing up. Well, thank you for inviting me. And being here. And, and I 
can't wait to have you come on the show and, and share your thoughts on these movies. Thanks again to Rachel and Brian. You of guys course. were Thank magnificently you. helpful. Oh, yeah. thanks to my girlfriend who's here Snapchatting us right now. Yeah. So, uh, she's showing me how to use Snapchat and uh, <laughs> I'm a, I feel like the oldest person on Snapchat. <laughs> I'm like, especially with this big giant white beard, I'm like, Oh, listen to what I have to say, kiddies. <laughs> uh, anyway, thanks to all the listeners who showed up at the uh, at the the chat room here and who have been listening live. Maybe if you haven't been able to to listen live, you, you'll catch it on the download. I appreciate that very much. You guys really do make this podcast totally worth doing. This was also the uh, the time in previous episodes where the stream died. This is when I was doing like my <laughs> thanks everybody yeah. segment. So, <laughs> uh, so we're gonna close the show out with one final track. This is the GMK. Hmm, this says GMK Otani sampler. And at one point, John told me the name of it. John, if you can actually hear me, what is the name of this actual suite that we're about to play from the Symphonic Fury? <laughs> oh, it's the ending. That's right. It is the ending. The end track from GMK and also Symphonic Fury. We will see you very soon for another fantastic episode. Uh, I think the next one is going to be the second part coverage of the Monster Mania. So I'm looking forward to that. Sweet. And in the meantime, we will see you for another episode soon. Jamata. Mm-hmm.